Welcome to the war room. We got Tez, Kim, Jimmy, PJ, B. Austin, the hot block commander. How you wanna end up wanna do all the show and get the brain running with the premise of talk sports on a national level? Roll with the topic, sort of like the rubber when it's game time, they like the fat five doing prime time. Sporting glamorous, speak their minds a little bit. For sports medicine and sports veterans and great. The four for twenty six, so the war in Kuwait. It's the war room with five nights at the round table. Five silly guys, diversified and educated. What up, good folks out there in War Room land? You are once again live in the War Room, brought to you by War Room Sports on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Dev McMillan. I'm in the building with my brother. We got B. Austin in the his house. Jimmy the Blueprint is going to join us in just a few. Fred Perdue will be here for his segment in just a minute or so. We're just going to get it popping. The NBA playoffs are underway. They've been pretty good thus far. The NFL draft is about a week away, so settle in. Keep it locked right here. And if you want to get in on the conversations, make sure to join us right now in the JW Philly Realty chat room at blogtalkradio.com slash the war room or join us on Facebook or Twitter at War Room Sports. You can also call us directly in about 10 or 15 minutes when we open up the digital stream tech hotline. That's after Fred Purdue joins us for some pre-draft talk. Um, That number is Three two three four one zero 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 one two. One last thing before we get it popping. Make sure that during the week when we're not live on the air, you check out our archive episodes at warroomsports.com, the Warroom Sports mobile app, iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, and most other places you do your podcast listening. Yo, B, man, it's been a lot of deaths this week, man. It's, it's, this week kind of got that 2016 feel to it, man. What's happening? We're not going to have another one of those years, are we? Yo, rest in <laughs> peace to the first lady, man. I ain't had no problem yeah. with Barbara, man. Ain't no problem yeah, yeah, with ain't no problems. I mean, some other people obviously had some problems with her. Um, <laughs> I forgot who it was, but all said, you know, she was worse than Betty Ford when it came to that. Bottle. One of one of one of Trump's one of Trump's trumpets. Yeah, one and of then, Trump's um, trumpets. And then, you know, you had the meme going around, the junk floating around, talking about R.I.P. Barbara Bush, and it was a photo of the Quaker Oats, man. Like, come on, man. (laughs) (laughs) People give no... I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man. (laughs) People give zero. (laughs) The internet, man, it's just not a nice place. (laughs) <laughs> it's not a nice place. I'm crazy sorry. part is, man. It really, it really did look like her a little I'm bit. Sorry. <laughs> that's, that's beside the point, though, man. But look, man, you know we got a lot to talk about today. But of course, that NFL draft is oh, a week away, so you know we got Purdue in the, the building. He'll be with us. <laughs> He'll be with us. For the for the duration of the show next week, because like we usually do, you know, we'll start off that first hour just talking about everything, and then getting heavy into the draft, and then that second second hour is usually live during the start of the draft. So you know, we'll have him in the building with us for that. 
Um, we're about to bring them on now. Um, some good news right here. So in the second hour of the show, if you hear me cheering and being loud, it's because, uh, you know, that, that, that Sixers Heat series will be on during our broadcast. Yes, Joel Embiid has yes, been to play, barring any setbacks in warm-ups. Hopefully, you know, warm-ups go well. Um, and they'll be able to get in that court and help the Sixers out in this series. Um, ironically, you know, Fred Purdue, who's with us on the line now. Fred, what's going on? Oh, wait a minute. I'm good, fellas. How y'all doing? Fred, what's going on, brother? What's going Fred, on, guys? How y'all doing? Get a whole dose of that African tonight. The I mean, we're, we're here. Fred is yeah. here to talk um, football, but, you know, we'd be remiss if we didn't the say underwear Olympiad about about the uh, the NBA playoffs, considering we're Sixers fans and, and he's a Miami Heat fan, uh, we I, I talked to Fred last week. We were uh, we were joking before the series started. Like, look, somebody gonna be real upset. Starting <laughs> yeah. But it's, the series is tied at one one, so I guess we're still in the we, we're still even keeled here, literally and figuratively. But Fred, what's going on, good brother? A week away. We a week away. We are definitely a week away. I mean, I got a lot of things going on. We got a lot of things going on. You live and die for the underwear Olympiad. Talk to us about naked black men running fast, jumping high, picking cotton. I mean, my bad. (laughs) My bad. Go ahead. (laughs) Yeah, man, we got we got a lot, man. Because I mean, like you said, we got a. We got a lot of basketball to talk about at some point. You know, that we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. I mean, you know. Yeah, once we, we finish, won, once won, we finish this year in five, we'll, we'll rant to you about that. Once we finish it in five, yeah, yeah. you know, we'll talk yeah, a lot yeah. about that. But, Fred, yeah, before we, we get started on the actual NFL draft, everybody does know that you're the Wilburn Sports College football guru. So did you want to um, recap a couple of the uh, spring games real quick before we get into – the sleepers and some oh, of your bold predictions for the upcoming draft. All right, yeah, let's do, let's do um, some of the big games. You know, we're not trying to talk about, um, you know, Lincoln University in Pennsylvania, nothing like that. Shout out to of Jimmy. Course, of course. <laughs> of course. They don't uh, play Frank in the building. Lincoln. <laughs> yes, they do. They play a two-hand tag. You know, spring Go football, ahead, football my bad. Yeah. Yeah. We, we don't want to get anybody hurt. So that's the number one thing you want. Uh, for me, I got a chance to – we drove down to to Hard Rock Stadium. I mean, how many times have we changed the name of the stadium at this point? But we, I got to see the uh, Miami Hurricanes live. It looked pretty good. Offensive line wasn't great. But the theme I've seen, the theme I've seen across the board, whether it's the Miami Hurricanes, Florida State Seminoles, uh, the Georgia Bulldogs, who ironically – who ironically ended up going to a national championship, the uh, the Clemson Tigers, the Ohio State Buckeyes, all of these schools, the theme I've seen across the board is quarterback. Whether it's Georgia, who had a freshman who replaced the guy and now and took his team to a national championship, he's having to look over his shoulder now by another true freshman. Or whether it's Kelly Bryant, the guy that replaced uh, Deshaun Watson at Clemson, he's now looking over his shoulder at uh, at a, a true five-star freshman, both of these in Trevor Lawrence, who, by the way, if you have not seen this kid, he, he could be really good. And when you got a nickname like Sunshine uh, in tribute to uh, 
<laughs> to to the to the player and, and remember the Titans. I mean, you gotta you when you get a name like Sunshine and you're good. I mean, you only get nicknames because you're good. So, um, but we have a ton of different quarterback battles. No, Florida we State has one with some nicknames now. No, no, no. <laughs> but when you when, when you get you get the nicknames, you know why we give nicknames like Sunshine out when you're six six. And you got you can throw it a mile, and you got a little bit of long hair flowing. And that's it, funny. It, that's it, that's it, what it, I used to call uh, Nick Foles when he first entered the league before he got his hair cut. And that's when people didn't like him. Yeah. Now Sunshine got a, a, a <laughs> everybody loves right him now. MVP. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, at Ohio State, uh, they have three quarterbacks that are battling after uh, J.C. Barrett. Seems, it seems like he's been in college football for twenty years. JT Barrett been in school. Like, he was in college when I was in college. JT Barrett is still <laughs> in college. <laughs> Yo, it, 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 I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad that he he's finally gone. They they have a three uh, quarterback race between uh, Tate Martell, Joe Burrow, who is a who can transfer at some point, and uh, Dwayne Haskins, the sophomore who took over for JT Barrett. After no, he got no, real, Fred, real talk. Real talk, though, Fred. I could dunk when JT Barrett first got on campus. Exactly. <laughs> That's it a long like he was in time college ago. Forever. I mean, he was a fifth-year senior. It just seemed it seemed like last year he was like he's going to be here another year somehow, some way. I mean, shout uh, out to uh, year, he's a fifth-year senior third, three years ago. My man, John, I mean, third. He's still in college. He got to be like two. So shout out to him as well. The biggest controversy has yet to play out yet, uh, though Alabama, they haven't played this spring, and they'll play on on, Friday, on I'm sorry, on Saturday. But the star of the show, Tua, um, is not going to – more than he's not playing. They've shut him down after a wrist injury over uh, throughout the offseason. Um, Jalen Hurts, his father actually came out and said he effed up and gave Tua an opportunity, which – you know, a lot in this generation, we know how soft that, how soft uh, athletes are. He, we all right. wonder is he being a little too tough on him? Personally, I think that's the motivation he needs. He has the job to himself, um, and a little birdie kind of let me know some things. Um, I'm not saying I'm not I'm not putting it out there that he's gonna lose his job or anything, but if he does, Texas needs a quarterback really bad. Mm-hmm. Just, Just it's interesting, saying. Fred, because. What Tua mm. did, you know, when he came into that national championship game, he should never be in a position to injure his again. But, hey, things happen, I guess. Uh, <laughs> and, and side note on, side note on Tua, he has a little brother who's going into his, if I remember correctly, his senior year, and he's really good. And Alabama's courting him as are a ton of other uh, schools. Uh, so, it just seems like now it's just the right time. Alabama is just really – they're never going to have problems. And um, they're winning quarterbacks. If they're, they have an embarrassment of riches at quarterback, and we're not even talking about Mac Jones, who was a four-star recruit who lost in the, in the shuffle. He'll probably transfer some, at some point. And if you're talking Bulldogs, Georgia Bulldogs, you know, those – those guys also haven't yet played their spring game, but Jake Fromm, who was a, a top quarterback coming out of high school, replacing um, Jacob Eason, who was a five-star number one overall quarterback in the country a couple of years ago. He's not since transferred to Washington, but he's looking over. Would that happen to be number on, one quarterback? 
Would that happen to be Tony's son? No, 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 not at no? all. Okay. Not at all. I, I wonder, just an, as a last name, you don't hear much, and he just happened. Yeah, I know. You don't, you don't hear that name often. But Justin Fields, who's been – I've heard everything from rough, a, a taller Russell Wilson to baby Cam. And if you watch it, it I've, I've been watching him a lot throughout the, good uh, the last year or so. He's really good, and he could push for that Georgia starting position. Although, if you're a freshman and I mean, you're being pushed like this, I, I'm not going better than Cam. I saw some things from Cam Newton in college that – I haven't seen replicated yet. Outside of maybe Johnny Manziel, I haven't seen anybody see that no. good. So beat him out now. Beat out right now. Right. All right. So um, let's get into the draft because, uh, like I told everybody out there, you know, be with us for the duration of the show next week because it's going to be draft heavy. We'll be catching some live. Um. Give us some of your sleepers and a few bold predictions, you know, before you finish. Well, for me, uh, a sleep for sleepers. Uh, when you, the running back position has been discussed heavily, only because uh, we've either been devalu- devaluing the running back position or there's a resurgence of, of the running back uh, position, depending on who you talk to. But when I look at the running back position, it's one of the deepest, whether it's Saquon Barkley, the two running backs from Georgia, Sonny Michelle, or Bradley Chubb. I'm sorry, Nick Chubb. Um, also, Rashad Penny at San Diego State, who, by the way, couldn't get on the field because of Danelle Pumphrey, a guy you know pretty well. I mean, he couldn't even get on the field because of him, and he's a much bigger, more productive back. Uh, but for me, I look at a guy like Ronald Jones from USC, uh, as well as uh, John Kelly from Tennessee. Uh, both of these running backs, different styles. Jones is more of the, the slashing, speedy back. But John Kelly is one of those guys that he's a bigger back in the mold of like a Alvin Kamara. Who's, he didn't get enough touches, but he can do so many different things with the football. He's not he's not an upright runner. He will, he will play the hat to you. And he can catch it out the backfield. And I and you know me, I don't value the running back position at all. I would rather take a running back second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth round. I take it anywhere except the first round. Right. But I'd be willing to take a, a fifth, fourth Fred, or fifth round fly. Fred looking, Fred looking for his running backs in the park. <laughs> yeah. Hey, most of them dudes you grab out of the park believer. are successful in the league these days. <laughs> I'm just a firm believer that the running back position is a, something that you can completely recycle year to year. I would never draft a running back. With oh, resources. Fred, Fred, stop looking at it through the Patriot lens. There's like 31 other teams that can't do that. They can't. But, 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 but oh, I, I do know. agree with that know. first round stuff. I don't think it's, I don't think I don't, it's total. Like, Fred has a little bit no, of Patriot I'm not, I'm not. there. But I think, you know, first round, I think not because of a Patriot lens, I think because the NFL has devalued the running back. Like, first of all, we know the position of the shelf life of a running back is like three to five years. Five years if you're damn near great. Every team has three running backs, so it's not like, you know, unless you're a Dallas with it's not like dudes are coming in and pounding the rock 30 times a game. You know what I mean? 
when I'm when I I'm mean, going, for me, when I'm the, going to the draft, I'm looking in, mm-hmm. in round two. I'm looking in round two through through four to find something of high quality. Ask Fred if he's picking a running back in the second round, and be honest. Yo, if you let Fred tell it, Fred says I go to look for my running backs in the trash can, and I pull something out. <laughs> second round's a little Bill rich for me, work but like, the second round is a little bit rich for my go. blood. But but if he if that same <laughs> running back is maybe a Nate Chubb, um, a Rashad Penny, you may have to go to that second round to get him. But I'm okay are you, with are a you guy. Taking, where, all right, where where are you taking? Where are you taking Saquon Barkley? Let's say that the height, the first, all of the talk of Saquon going in the first round is height. That's that's height. It may happen. It may not. Even even if it happens, it's height. Where are you for value taking Saquon Barkley if you're drafting? If I'm drafting, I'm not touching him at all because I can't deal with a running back that can't run between the tackles. But that's rather here nor there. But if I'm pigeonholed into let's say the seventh, seventh, eighth pick. I may trade if he's still on the board at that point. I may trade down a little bit, try to get an extra pick or so, and then take him, knowing have the team that I'm trading with trade take him, knowing that I'm getting extra picks because you know there's going to be somebody that maybe a quarterback or so. Every team that's quarterback starved, they're going to need a, maybe a, a Miami, a Buffalo is going to be maybe right. even I, a New England. That's in a perfect Fred scenario, though. So you're basically saying. Yeah, you wouldn't be yeah. pressed to pick him up early. If a, if a New York no. Giants wanted to pick him up second or somebody wanted to pick him up third, if the New York Giants picked him second, I would call them – I would say their franchise is being set back at least four to five years. Damn. I don't bigger disagree with that assessment. Do you, do you hear – wait, do you hear how Fred gave a high IQ answer? He said, well, first of all, I'd match salaries up and I'd make, it, make sure that I was able to dump it <laughs> and position myself to acquire some additional assets to be able to leverage the fact. No, Fred, I'm talking about if you had to deploy him on the field and you're picking for your franchise, not as a strategy to capitalize on the fact that most there are idiot GMs that are caught up in the moment. I mean, if you got to deploy him, you're saying, I need a so high just, quality. So you're saying a straight up high, what, what? What straight up pick would yeah, he take? Yeah, straight up pick, not 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 the not the high IQ move that you just laid out, which we all get. We know what you're what you're saying is you would capitalize on the fact there are idiots in the front office and you could get more picks out of it. No, if you have to draft him to play, where are you taking? I, if, if that's the into case, the first round, uh, hmm. I, if if all things are equal, I would probably take him. Roughly, I'd probably say Buffalo, no, they wouldn't. Miami, no. I'd probably take a mid to late first round, but knowing he's gone at that point, um, it'd be tough for me to take right. him. I, 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 I respect it. I, I wanted, I all right, let me switch it up. Let me switch up the – not not really knowing. It, it, it's hard to ask this hypothetical like but just say realistic anywhere realistically you can pick them anywhere you want. So I'm not talking like fourth, fifth, sixth round or anything like that. But realistically, if if the great gazoo came down on your shoulder and was like, not even a guarantee. He's like, look, 
Saquon Barkley Dang. might be Dang. here. And so, like, where would you take him? Would you take him in the second? Oh, I take I take him Thank in the second. That's a better way to ask my question. In a perfect world, I get it. The okay, way I, I, I want it. I'm taking make. them. I'm taking them 17 with the Green Bay Packers. Simply put, the Green, the Green Bay Packers need a shot in the arm on offense. And Aaron Rodgers right. ain't happy. Credit about He's still talking about individual. We'll move on from that. But no, there's there's hard evidence for you know what you're saying though. The two best running backs in the draft last year both went in the third round. Um, Al Kamara at pick and, and see, the only, my and, thinking, my um, thinking, Kareem my thought Hunt process, and all of it. Mm-hmm. My my thought process with him is the fact that every team in the top five, even the top ten, they yeah. all need all. They all are really average to below average on the offensive line. So that means you're running him in the ground because your quarterback is either having either is struggling or you don't have one, or your offensive line That's is true. so bad he's going to be. He's not. He's going to be getting killed before he gets the ball. Or you're going to have to use him in so many different ways. By the time your team is ready to compete, he's going to be done. That's the only reason. I, I, it's hard for me to want to take him that early. It's not like a Dallas Cowboys type of situation. I got you. LA went for. That's my thinking behind it. All right. Well, Fred did not give me the answer that I wanted, but <laughs> so kudos. Well, on yeah, okay, let's, let's do it this way. What answer did you want? I, I'm just curious. What answer did you want? I was. I he was. Wasn't, hoping, he I wasn't was, trying to get you, you to you dig into the mind of any particular team. If you would have said lower than third round, we'd have banged on you. Like I, I, oh, I no, think no, 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 definitely. No, no. Uh, oh no! As far as like round talent-wise, no. I, he's a first-round talent. He is a first all day, every day. He's a top-five okay. talent. I, I just I personally wouldn't take gotcha. him in the first one. He just devalued the position. So he's not, possibly not he's him. possibly the gotcha. best. He could you. potentially outside of non quarterback, he's the best overall player. Non quarterback. Okay. 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 But you just think okay. at this point probably the best yeah. overall player is just playing a position that just ain't important in today's NFL. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Unless right. you turn out right. to be gotcha. that special and then people have to use you. You know, all day. Unless day. you you are unless you are the culmination of Walter Payton meets uh, Ladainian Thompson meets Adrian Peterson meets whoever Marshall Reggie Falk. Bush. I don't know I, somebody. I mean, you got to have you, you got to throw Reggie in there before Marshall Falk. Marshall, yeah, Marshall too. Marshall okay. too. Marshall too. Um, Barry Sanders too. Uh, if you're gonna do all of that, but you'd have to be all of those players. Nah, you'd have to be some video game video game players. You'd have to be that to, for me to Well, if I had that guy, man. I'd line him up under center and never throw the ball. <laughs> Wildcat. Uh, oh, so you'd be so, – <laughs> then you'd be – so basically you might as well should have – never mind. I'm going to leave that. I'm going to leave that alone because I'm going to leave Michael Vick alone. I'm going to leave Michael Vick alone. He's going to throw to himself. He, he wasn't all them players. He was nice. But he wasn't all those guys. <laughs> I'm going to leave that alone. <laughs> all right, so who else you got as far as sleepers and bold predictions? That's just well, that's the me, Michael Vick experience. For me, and we might have something similar to that when, when it comes to predictions, but as far as um, players to watch, Marcus Davenport keeps just flashing for me. Uh, I've heard comparisons to Jadavian oh. Clowney. I'm not going that far, but the UTSA Uh-oh. product is really rising. Um, <laughs> he has get off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, you can eat those words. By the, you can eat the Jadavian. It took a little longer, but Jadavian Clowney turned out, okay? You can eat them words. 
Um, for me, he also, turned out okay. Owner, he, he's not a he monster. Out, he's he's okay. He turned he turned out better than I thought he than I thought after two years because after two years I was really worried. Hey. Um, for for me, I look at a corner because in this league you need at least three of them nowadays. Three high quality corners. I look at Josh Jackson. From Iowa, whenever you look at a corner, you need big, tall corners who have long arms, and that's what you need from him. Um, when you're in a division maybe similar to um, maybe the the NFC, the uh, AFC North, where you're going up against, Dalton's not terrible. He's not terrible, but you're all, the weapons that are around him, Roethlisberger, also, you're dealing with all of those guys. Or you're dealing with the NFC North, where you're dealing with Stafford and and Cousins, even though I'm not huge on Cousins, but the way they throw the football, they're going to throw the football with them, and Aaron Rodgers. You're going up against quarterback after quarterback after quarterback, you, and you have to score points. Um, you, when you're going up against that type of team, you got to be able to defend it. So um, corner, is that's where yeah, I'm going to be My question, My question with Josh is, is I saw a little bit of tape on him in a game, uh, if I remember correctly, very physical talented, my question are about him opening his hips and being able to change direction quick with NFL athletes. What what, what are your thoughts there? I think for him, when it comes to that, I think you're going to see him more of it. You won't see him as much in man. You'll see him more uh, in a zone-based system, which a lot of teams now right. are just going more zone, more zone. You're seeing more cover three now than you've ever seen. Everyone tries trying to play this Seattle style defense. Yeah, but well, uh, because as you as you need more corners, it's becoming less and less likely that you run into those pure athletes that can shadow a receiver in today's game. Like it, you, you can't maul them downfield. Like shot, salute to Ty Law, the Hall of Fame, great Ty Law. Mm-hmm. But you can't maul mm-hmm. them. So. How do you mirror somebody? And I didn't. I, I I like Josh. I like what I saw, but I was like, is he going to be, when he lines up across from a monster like Julio, who can just beat you on athleticism, but is also a pretty good route runner? How's he really going to fare? Because he can't bang him around. Now you in a situation like that, you're going to see a lot more. You're going to see a lot more shading to his side. Um, honestly. I could easily see him, and, and this could apply to a lot of corners. Guys like him, you could see them convert mm-hmm. more to to safeties because they can. A lot of times, they're not the pure athletes, but they have the IQ of a, they can have that IQ where they can see the field with a broader spectrum. I call it seeing it yeah. with playing safety with corner eyes. And so, whenever you can play with corner eyes, you can jump anything you want. And you have a, you have a more open range to just kind of do whatever you need to do. I like Ed Reedish. I'm not calling him Ed Reed, but just in that mold where you can just kind of roam yeah. around and freelance because a coach trusts you like that. All right, so that's it. What, what's your boldest last, prediction before we get you out of here? I got one last player. If you guys got an extra second, um, Tyler Conklin, Central Michigan, tight end. Tight end is the worst, probably one of the worst um, positions as far as depth is concerned. If you don't get one that early, you may not get one at all. And they're all the, these new type of hybrid tight ends where they're really just really big receivers. Um, but if you need a tight end early, 
Uh, Tyler Conklin is one of the ones you really might want to take a look at. Um, maybe a team like the the the, uh, the Packers who need a tight end, um, despite having the Jimmy Graham and all Packers that. Need yeah, Packers need everything. Yeah, the Packers need everything. They need everything, but uh, if you're looking for a tight end and you don't, you can sacrifice the the the, the blocking game to in because it's inline tight ends are just a dying breed uh, with the way spread offenses are going. So tight ends is the uh, is the last. <laughs> heard one a rumor. Heard a rumor that Cleveland <laughs> they're considering. I'm hopefully not going to do this. Cleveland will be being Cleveland. They're considering taking two quarterbacks in the draft. I've heard, heard that, that. And, and if I heard that, and, and, and see, 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 I can, you know what I, when I thought about it, I said, you know, they are really trying to hedge their bet here because it's like, I can take Sam Darnold, or if I take Josh Allen first, Sam Darnold will probably fall. Either Darnold or Rosen will fall to me because Cleveland is dying for the bet. <laughs> and then, and then, hopefully, so they can. Try. Yeah, Cleveland you can just trade can't one, or if one doesn't work out, you can fall back on him and say, "Well, we we took two, and you can't say anything." But that would be if that happens, uh, which I I don't think it will. I think um, well, that'd I'll be two that. more yeah, young quarterbacks that that ruin on the same roster. Come on, Cleveland. <laughs> All right, Fred. Yeah, we, that, we that, definitely that. got to get out of here. Um, before you go, though, you know what your heat can do for the rest of the series. Oh man, heat the heat will go um I think the series is going seven, to be honest. Um with Embiid just just you don't I don't know what to think with him because it's, the injuries are very concerning. But the Miami Heat don't travel well. They just for whatever reason on the road they don't play well. And you're not getting that Herculean. But they're not way, a good team. I was about to say, but when you get when you get you know, flashback efforts from Wayne Wade See, my thing is, if they have to live on that to win the series, then as a Philly fan, I would feel comfortable. But also, bringing Embiid back into the fold would mean that Whiteside gets to be on the court more. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. Spolster is taking him out of the series, basically, because the Sixers keep small on him, so the rim protection isn't there. Um, not like the Sixers are going through the rim too much in any damn way. So I don't know how to play out, but We'll see. We'll talk about it next week. We'll have a, a better, you know. We'll can, have I a tell, better can, I, can I run this prediction by you? Because I've been, I've been wanting you guys' um, opinion here. And this is a New England Patriot thing, but it just it could just – Belichick's done crazy stuff before. So, Lamar Jackson keeps getting – he's, the, he's the, the wild card in all of this, right? So, the Patriots have the 23rd pick and the 31st pick. How crazy would it be if the New England Patriots moved up just a few spots, just enough to get ahead of Buffalo, Arizona, and Miami. And they take Lamar Jackson, knowing that, that he's not going to start. Belichick says behind closed doors, Lamar, you're not going to play this year, maybe not next year, but we're going to put you on the field in some way. A lot to Terrell Pryor. Right. Wildcat situation. Right. And, when, and then when Tom Brady retires, the keys to the franchise are yours. Is this a little bit out of – that's my bold prediction, but – you know, these are. These I, don't, are I don't think it's one of those things. Like I don't think it's out of the question. And and if he gets drafted by the franchise, franchise, then behind Tom Brady might assure him his his people that he's 
going to get a chance at least to turn into quarterback they think he can be. You know, a lot of other people think, you know, oh, he can come in, make him a wide receiver, this and that. Um, sitting behind Tom for a year or two wouldn't be a bad thing, you know? <laughs> so and, I, and I, to I'm, compound I'm on that, that uh, I like it. I think it's a great. I think it's a great prediction, uh, Fred. But I, I think that you know, if the the Patriots front office pay attention to the demographics that root for them, that's the last place that that demographic would want to see an African American quarterback as the face of the franchise, based on the you know, support you know, from Make kinda, America Great Again and Trump. Would be nice to switch it up. You know, they went to visit. Went to visit Meek Mill. Whole new demographic. That might have been that might have been the first step, B, towards making this move and getting the demographic on board. Because really, all you got to do for uh, for black that's all you got to do for black people is go listen to rap and support their artists. You know, that's all you got to do. Because I heard I saw a lot of people giving Robert Mm -hmm. Kraft. Um, yeah, props last week. I saw straight through. I, I see straight through that, Mister Kraft. But um, it's like we, I see straight through me, that. But yeah, got all magnetized. Like forget that he visited me. So don't be, hey, don't be, you know, don't be surprised. <laughs> don't be surprised. All right, friends. So uh, we will talk to you next week for the entire episode. So get ready. Um, it's draft time. So. We- well, I'll let you with that. NFL Christmas. Uh, Fred and I are going to try Christmas, to do man. some work this weekend, so uh, stay on on the lookout. War Room Sports TV. B, if you want to get in on that, we'll talk about it after the show. And we're going to try to do some work the on the channel this weekend for the upcoming NFL draft. So, Fred, we will holler at you next week. Good, bro. All right, guys. Thanks for having me on. All right, no doubt. No Fred doubt. Purdue, Ready everybody. War Room Sports College and NFL contributor. All right, so let, let's jump into these hot topics. Um, don't see any calls in the on the switchboard yet. So hot topics, of course, are brought to you by my bookie. All right, here's the here, here's the four one one fan. Let's talk turkey for a minute and how much of it you can make invested in sports contests at my bookie, mybookie.ag, not mybookie.com. The NBA and NHL playoffs are here, so if you haven't checked them out yet, this is the absolute greatest time to do so. Lay down some dough on the biggest games in sports. Join us and thousands of other on mybookie.ag. You guys tired of getting a runaround when, when you're betting somewhere and it's time for a payout? That's why we urge you to join my be- my bookie. No ass betting. You win, they pay fast and without any hassles. You're wasting your time investing anywhere else. They even have in-game live investing. So you can place investments after tip-off, kick-off, face-off, whatever you're betting on. Join now, and you can. Uh, and MyBookie will match your first deposit with a 50% bonus. Just use promo code WARROOM, all caps, W-A-R-R-O-O-M. That'll activate the offer. Visit MyBookie.ag today. Play, win, get paid, period. All right, so um, just you know, we got the NHL and the NBA playoffs in progress. Like I told you, you guys know. So just in case we have some yo, people toe, out there who are betting, yo, toe is here, yo, toe is here. 
Andy Toe is here. So just in. Yo. My bad, my bad. Testing. Yo. Be you there? You good to go. You good All to right, go. So, um, good yeah. to go. Yo, just in yo, case we up, got some. Yo. Oh, G- Jimmy getting told already, too. But just Damn. in case we got any people out there who are betting on the hockey games, you know, I'll just keep you, you know, if, you, if you're doing that but you're somewhere under a rock, I'll let you know what's going on in the NHL playoffs while Jimmy gets his technical issues together like I just did. Uh, we got the Lightning and the Devils. The Lightning lead that series 3-1. to one. Uh, The Bruins lead the Maple Leafs 2-1. to one. The Capitals are trailing the the Columbus Blue Jackets uh, two to one. The Capitals are a number one seed, so you know that's. But being a, a resident of the Washington area, I'm not surprised by that at all. You know they 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 kill it in the regular season every single year, and then get to the playoffs. Usually advance past the first round, but they usually disappoint the fan base. Uh, the Penguins are destroying my flyers three to one. I've been watching these games. They've been very frustrating. Murder um, the Penguins. Kill. The 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 two time defending champion Pittsburgh Penguins are not to be trifled with. And the young flyer team at, at right now, I, they they're just not ready for that matchup. Uh the Predators lead the Avalanche three to one. The Jets lead the Wild three to one. Uh, the Golden Knights are uh, – wait a minute. Are they up or are they down in this series? Uh, the Golden Knights lead Golden the series. Challenge. Oh, I'm sorry. The Golden Knights finish the series <laughs> um, 4-0. So they're waiting for their uh, second-round series to commence. The Ducks also uh, got swept by the San Jose Sharks. And that is your hockey playoff update. That's about all we can do because we're not hockey buffs here, as you guys know from the past. Whenever we wanted to get into a serious hockey discussion, we got <laughs> an expert from the hockey media on. We got other so, people. Um, not much we can help you guys out with besides updating you on the series. So shout out to everybody who is a big hockey fan. Go hockey! <laughs> All right, so let's 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 talk real quick. Let's talk about something because this is something that throughout the years we always talked about in a negative light, and it seems like lately Michael Jordan is changing, at least trying to change his image as far as social responsibility goes. He recently donated seven million dollars to help at-risk communities in Charlotte. And like I said, we've talked over the years about. Mike and his lack thereof of charitable contributions, at least public ones. I mean, and it doesn't really have to be public for for it to be a great thing, but Mike just never had the reputation of giving a damn uh, personally. But I noticed, fellas, that we've talked about stories like this pretty frequently in the last two or three years and every time we do it, we always have to preface it, well, this is this is a surprise. So, you know, is this a surprise any longer? Or is Mike, has Mike gotten to a point in his life and with his finances that, you know, he can 
care about <laughs> things other than Mike. Kind of weighed that. He kind of well, weighed that. Uh, I, I mean, I'll that chime donation in. First of all, uh, the amount of sneakers, take some of this and the sneakers that's coming in, sneaker sales is going to recoup that seven million real quick. Damn it, bro! <laughs> no, what I was saying is, um, first I want to apologize to the listeners. I got in a little bit late because I tried to stop the Starbucks to use the bathroom, and they tried to Solomon know something, but I got out of there. Um, so I'm cool. So I'm cool, and um, and I, and I'm I glad you all right. Brother. I'm I'm I may be the only corny dude on this on this show right now that's seen the movie Thunderstruck, but um with with uh, Kevin Durant, right? Nah, um, I thought, come on, is, Jim. You know, I, yeah. you you know me. I'm not a. I always tell you that I'm not a. I'll probably never be a complete cord cutter because I still like the art of flipping around and just yeah. ending up watching crazy stuff. Yeah, that was a flip yeah. movie one day. And I said, "All right, got you. All right, so in, in the movie Thunderstruck, <laughs> um, Kevin Durant loses his basketball powers and love the kid. Jones, so, Thunder sucks, though. Yo, but here, here's my point, though. I think that something happened. I'm not a chick named Thunder. Yo, I think something happened, and somehow Jim Brown got stuck in Michael Jordan's body, and Michael Jordan is now in Jim Brown's body. <laughs> they I think they somehow, <laughs> yeah, they got they got thunderstruck. They got thunderstruck, <laughs> and that's what's going on right now. Because um, you know, my or or either that or um, another plausible explanation could be like Mike got to a certain level and recognized that even though you have these athletic accomplishments and this amount of money in the bank. Uh, excuse my language, but you're still a nigga in the coop, as Jesus once told us. Um, <laughs> so sometimes, because I, I, I literally heard um, um, Jay-Z in one of his Wolfman interviews uh, say that. You know, now he goes around and interviews Wolfman. Um, but it, one of the things he said, which was interesting to me, because, you know, um, him and Jordan are actually friends, is that, you know, you get to a certain point, you recognize, like, yo, I'm still a nigga in the coop. Like, it doesn't matter what I accomplish. I'm still looking right. at a certain way, so now I gotta let my. Because remember, you remember, like he used to get criticized by Belafonte for not doing something, and now he's kind of turned the same, uh, the same way that um, Michael is. You know what I mean? So I guess like you get to a certain point, um, whether it's financially or just in in, in, in society, and you recognize that, you know, my accomplishments yeah. and Harry Belafonte laid the figurative pause on Jay Z, and yo, he put him, him in the ticket for a leg lock and made him tap out. <laughs> he like, all right, all right. I'll give him money. <laughs> but um, so this $7 million from Mike is going to launch medical clinics um, in at-risk communities in Charlotte. So it's going to fund two Navant Health Michael Jordan family clinics. You know, Mike going to put his name on it, though. He ain't going to, you know. What's wrong I mean? with that? <laughs> he ain't just going to throw it out there. Mike's like, I'm going to put my name on it. Oh, you thought this but, um, So, yeah, that's 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 the, the thing that says – they said Mike was he was motivated by a study that found poor children in Charlotte have the worst odds of those of any of the top fifty cities in the United States to lift them out of poverty. So you know, <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. I mean, he's a North Carolina guy, not Charlotte, but you know, he has yeah, a franchise crazy. in Charlotte now. So it's crazy how Mike. many things you. It's crazy how many things you can link to poverty. Like you can link almost right. anything negative to poverty. <laughs> Health care somehow links to poverty. It's like a direct not having thing. vegetables. Like, everything makes the you know, like everything all the problems. Poverty, I mean, money makes the world go around, man. Money and attention, but um, yeah. <laughs> it makes the but world go around. So, like you said, it it affects everything. I mean, you can link the poverty way, to the divorce rate. How many yeah, how many divorces much. happen because of money? 
<laughs> Yo, the only way that I have a problem with this is if it's not his name and he straight put the, the Jumpman logo on the clinic. Like, that might be right. a bit much. Like, come on, man. <laughs> you won't put, put the Jumpman on the clinic. Like, there's no name on the clinic. You just walk up and you see the Jumpman. Like, oh, all right, we're here. Uh, I ain't putting that past him. So. <laughs> I mean, that's better. I'm, I'm just saying. Like, I ain't putting it past him. And another thought that came from this topic, Dev, is that it also shows you how great of a basketball player he is. And yes, I'm giving him a compliment. People know I'll be uh, pooping on him. But the fact of the matter is, his the level that he reached in terms of his voice and the fact that he did nothing with it, um, we kind of let that slide because we like the way he shot basketball. So, like, we ignore right. uh, Michael Jackson's, uh, you know, um, indiscretion. But that's and, a, and a bunch of people like, you know, sneakers. <laughs> All three mics. <laughs> I perform like Mike. All three mics got issues that we just look past because they get three mics. Right, right. All right, so uh, we got a call on the line. Let's get the homie Tobias on before he start threatening us. Tobias, what's going on, good brother? You're in the war room. Roll <laughs> damn hey, I just want to roll time. I just want to see if Jimmy got his cup of coffee for Starbucks today. No, no, no. Uh, actually, you know. I, I stopped using the bathroom. They tried to kid at me, but I got out of here, man. I got, interesting I enough, though, inside the Starbucks in Philadelphia where the incident happened, there was a lot of, like, Alabama paraphernalia on the walls. I don't know if there was any correlation. <laughs> <or. laughs> hey. We all Yo, Jimmy just tried to use the bathroom, and they tried to make him a, a get-out barista. He was going to walk in there. <laughs> he's he's going to have a get-out eyes, like, in the sunken place they somewhere. Tried to, they tried to hit hey. him for seven years of slaves. <laughs> they probably told you to keep your hands in your pocket while you use the bathroom. Don't touch anything. Uh, but a couple things I want to touch on real quick. I want to say this one thing real quick. Y'all saying stuff tied to poverty. This quote unquote white made epidemic black on black crime is tied to poverty. Now we know about the white. Everybody is proximity. But look at what poverty does. It's like when you have no access to capital, no access. To yeah, school makes you and all that stuff. Makes you a criminal. You get desperate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Got to eat. And, and, and see, and see it, it, it never addressed that. And, and I think the black people in power who are afraid to address that are just scared of white people. They just call it what it is. Mm. But, uh, you know, but. Yeah. Poverty, I'm sure, like, you know, the, the, the murder rate is, is, is up, you know, in the trailer parks and places like that. People desperate, man. Desperate measures. And if I'm robbing you and you want to act people. tough, I'm a murky. So, you know, that's why. Yeah. I, I don't feel sorry for poor white people anyway. So that's just a, that's just a waste of being white. Hey, that, <laughs> that, that's like, kind of like a Dragon Ball Z or Gohan didn't want to train he had all the power. Yeah. But uh, I'll say this real quick. Like, watch the playoff. Uh, the Utah Jazz have officially found their superstar. You got to wait till the playoffs hit. Uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers are cooked. They're done. Uh, and it's not, it, they're done because I think it may not be this series, but the, I was about to they, say, they, done as far as you, you're talking about done as far as finals runs because I still think they're going to beat Indiana. Yeah, but yeah, because I think they'll beat Indiana, but I'm talking about like winning all costs. This is the part where they'll miss Kyrie, where that where these teams are probably saying, LeBron, you get 50, so be it. We're not letting these other guys get open looks because Kyrie can actually break down the defense, create, and all that good stuff. And uh, but now these other guys are creators like that, and I think that's the Achilles heel of the team. Oh, whatever. <laughs> and plus, and plus, those 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 first Cavs team, LeBron's first run in Cleveland, 
they were great defensive teams also. So this team can't even play G at all. They're terrible on D. And I think that's going to hurt them in the end. Last in the Listen, league. Man. <laughs> A.R. Smith, A.R. Yeah. Smith isn't uh isn't been um you know um doing what A.R. Smith did when they won that chip. Like you know everybody knows he's a streaky <laughs> shooter, but but you know A.R. just kind of been off. And it's interesting to watch them play because I've watched every playoff game there is. There's probably like four teams in the West they can't beat. I can't see them beating any of the. You know, they can't beat the Pelicans right now. Right. <laughs> and I'm I'm so upset about speaking of that series. I'm so upset about that because I don't know if y'all remember last week. That was the one I was like kicking yeah, the trail. Yeah, yeah, I think I might no, end no up gut, with no right. guts, no glory. No guts, no, guts, no, no exactly. glory. No guts, no glory. Because I really yeah, had a feeling I, they I were going to win that. I owe them an apology because <laughs> I didn't know that Anthony Davis was going to take yeah, the game next level. Yo, because Anthony well, Davis run, like, up until this point. Yo, a- a- Anthony Davis up to this point, like, you know, he hasn't like, he had this year to push the button. So, um, you know, I must have forgot. It. So It's really I Drew apologize. Holiday that's doing Well, work. him too. Because Anthony like, Davis is giving you what you know he's going to give you. Juden stepped up. Yeah, and, but, he hasn't, but he hasn't given you what he knows you're going to give you in the playoffs in the past. Here's right, what's right. interesting, though. Here's what's interesting. Like, punishing I watched, that, that, uh, I watched Drew. Is, yo, I watched Drew like playing Philadelphia, and I'm always thought he had game. I didn't think he was a great player, but I think he's a good player, a solid player. Couldn't stay healthy. He seems like he got, he seems like he got taller. I'm like, yo, how did my man get taller <laughs> like he's twenty? He like he grew twenty. Like he like a he was always playing two guard. He was always a big guard. Remember, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, but my man got taller. I think it's his hair or something. Like boy, <laughs> just look like he got taller. Because he like, could he always play, play the two, but you know Philly had him mm-hmm. playing the one. I think this is. Probably a better role for him. I mean, obviously, and he's yeah, and still it, a good, and it's also, he's a pretty good defensive guard as well. And it's also so. interesting watching like him and Evan Turner like give each other that when they come in. I forgot they was like they, you know on the team together. Mm-hmm. Like, damn, they got out of there for the process, but you know, <laughs> oh, Jimmy, they, 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 they still completing, they still forget in the playoffs though. But no, you're right, Tobias. Cleveland, Cleveland, Cleveland looks like even if they get through this series, like you know, and, and everything, the playoffs are long, so things could change. But um, they don't look they don't look like oh, one of the better teams. Long as long as LeBron listen, long as LeBron averages more than thirty, everybody else loses. They still gonna give LeBron a championship ring because he's LeBron. Yo, <laughs> Yo, LeBron is funny too because when you hear him talk, he actually says me and I like he didn't even say his team like. Yeah, you know, I'm, you know, I'm not used. I'm not used. Yeah, I'm not used to losing game ones or. You know, that king shit um, is really going to his head. <laughs> yo, my, man really thinking, my man really thinks Brian he's king. Is really though. on that king stuff, man. You know, you know, kill me though. Brown, I was watching him. You know, you know, and the thing is, when that trade, it was saying the first round, the first team, the first half of the season. Oh, they're the problem. They're the problem. Okay, LeBron started pouting. They traded all those guys. Still in the same boat. Sometimes you may have to see things through through a rough stretch here. See, but, but Tobias, what I didn't understand about that, when they made that, you know, those wholesale changes before the deadline, and the, the next day, people were excited about Cleveland again. I really didn't understand why. I'm like, and, and now they, I, I mean, they got they got younger, but like, did they get better? Like, I didn't I didn't understand what all the hype was about. Yeah, I didn't but, either. But you know, Tobias, I recognize something about you too, Tobias. You a low key Brian hater. Because <laughs> something could 
Something, something could happen, like, you know, in Syria, and somehow you turn that back to LeBron um, being overrated. Like, you, you got a little hate I don't think LeBron, he's overrated. <laughs> I just what, – what kills me is that the thing I hate, it's not even him. It's a, I just think it's the people – that make it like this guy, it's this guy could shoot could, could, could rob an old lady, base, and it be the man. guy next to him fault that didn't stop him. You must didn't, you must didn't grow up. You must didn't like surprise. You grew up in the, you. You saw Jordan play, right? Oh, I never said Jordan do no wrong. I just I remember now. Mind you, no. I'm what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, hey, so heavy is the head that wears the crown. Like he he has the crown as being that guy in the league at this point. That's Jordan was how that never goes. begging for help, though. Help me. Help me. It's I mean, too hard. Let me get a break. We don't know what it was because we get a, a break. time where Jordan, Jordan wasn't forced to answer questions in front of people after every game walking into the arena. Um, he lived in a different climate. I mean, you know, that is but we don't know what he asked for. asking for as much help as this dude asked. Yo, come on, Jimmy. Yo, I'm not making I'm not making excuses for him, but you don't think that Kobe did the same thing? Sure, he, uh, like basically it. bought a bought a crib in Chicago. Like he was he but, was but, out but, because but, he couldn't but, get the help he wanted. He was but, trying but, to but, be closer to his dad. But, my issue is Charles, Charles Barkley cried for help. Charles Barkley cried for help and then made the statement like I asked for Shaq and you got me Charles Shackleford. I need help. A lot of people cry for help. And I'm not making an excuse. I'm not making an excuse for what I'm saying is I just believe that you are. How I'm making excuse. All I'm saying is he's a polarizing figure because he sits on that yeah. throne of the NBA. No matter who sits there, you get the criticism and also you get the joy. I'm not making excuses. I mean, but LeBron does make sure that he's like a free agent like every year to every other year. Because it's a possibility but, but, that he's going to bolt you know if, if they if they oh, don't achieve what he wants them to achieve. And, that, and, and that's and, when and, we talk about the whole Sixers thing. That's why. That's just what I don't want because he. I, I call it his legacy schedule. Brown is on his legacy schedule right now. He's chasing something that everybody that joins his team is not really. They know they might not be ready for it yet. So if you're not ready for it, if it don't pan out the way he wants, then he got that option to be out. You know what I'm saying? And, but and but you know what? You know what? You know what's going, here, here's what's going to happen. Like a lot of a lot of guys who will be able to sit in that chair, that's kind of what they're going to do from this point out. And this is some this is in the backwards way, my oh, yeah. fault. But at the end of but at the end of the day, um, Kevin Durant about to start his and, tour. And, <clears throat> and Shaq made a joke about it, but he was dead serious. He was like, "Yo, I didn't know we could do this. Like this is new. A lot of us would have been doing this in our primes if we knew that it, it, if we could do this. Like the fact of the matter is, a lot of them didn't know they could do it." Because um, Bron is leveraging to the point where he's also, from an economic standpoint, doing a lot better than Mike was at this time because Mike was getting robbed pretty much to the end of his career. Yeah, I mean, he's doing better than everybody. I, that, and that's and, always going to be that way because the, the we know, we know, and before Mike, people Magic are always going to come in, take the old now, formula, yeah. and improve it so much. So, yeah, somebody's going to come in and even do what LeBron's doing yeah. even earlier than LeBron. Somebody's going to come in and, and do a LeBron ball. Well, yeah. You like know what? LeBron is. might come in and have his own shoes, <laughs> like LeVar. You, you, you know what? Though I'll, I'll say this: I'm dying to live, man. You know, I'll say this, and I'm actually gonna—I cannot believe I'm actually going to defend Dan Gilbert. Uh, they did Uh-oh. everything to appease him. Uh-oh. Like they have no. You do like Alabama, though. You do like Alabama. Hey, though. but, sorry, but, wait, but what I'm saying—I'm talking <laughs> the front off of the Cleveland. Everybody keeps Same saying to do more. They they are paying the record in luxury tax 
They also gave him all these first-round picks over the years because he starts pouting. So the, the team has done more than enough. Sometimes there may just be a better team out there. But then when you look at the, skate, the uh, landscape of free agency, yeah, but, who yeah, but you needs them credit them for right are, you, are you giving them credit for it or giving them criticism? Because if you're willing to bend the knee and let LeBron do whatever he wants, then you can't blame him. That's your fault. Oh, oh, I'm not, they I'm, didn't I'm not really, they really have much of a hold choice, on, though, on, LeBron controls the no, economy of exactly. Cleveland when he's there. Exactly. But see, I'm not blaming Don't get it twisted him. like winning is all they want to do. <laughs> yeah, no, it, I agree. It, 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 I agree it, with you. I it, agree with you. It's salute to him for, for, for leveraging what he yeah. does. Yeah. See, and, that, and that's why sometimes I'm not blaming him for that. I look at it like, hey, you look at both sides. Hey, you got the chip. But this guy also, they also did everything in their power. Because at, at the same time, those players that gave up this year the deadline, you weren't getting much for them anyway but, but probably two pieces of the steak biscuit for Hardy's for those players they had. So so you can only do so much. And sometimes you just may have the better team. You may not have the no, better I, team. Like, listen, I, I hear you. But, you see, so my thing is the front office gets some of the criticism because they allow him to do what he wants to because they really have no choice. But then on the flip side, yeah. I also look at it like at least they're going for it. They're trying to do something. Because, yeah. I, I mean, I respect teams that go for it more than I respect teams that be like, look, we ain't never going to win. Like, even if going for it means tanking, do something. Because like, I don't know what your bull is doing, but that's, I don't know if they're tanking. Hey, I don't hey, know what they're doing. Hey, you know what? I'll say this because I know you guys got to run. Tony Snell but, uh, moving in the right direction. Yeah, and, you know, I'll say this and I got to run. I have no beef with tanking because I, always, I said it once, I said it a thousand times. The NBA makes it so hard to even make a trade. They make it so like your the players don't they hate players moving around, and and that and that even you do have the worst record, you still got your face still judged by a ping pong ball. Cleveland had like the six odds or the seven rated odds one year they got the number one pick. The Bulls had like one for sitting there up with Derrick Rose. You don't know how this stuff's gonna work out. So, so it's like so these teams are looking at why am I gonna keep being the eighth seed or the tenth seed every year? It'd be stuck. No, I, I get I'm that, not... but there's two sides to it, and, and Dev, Dev always points this out when I when I take your approach, which is the fans that come to the game. Like, you know, um, you're gonna end up you're gonna end up like baseball, where no one's going to baseball games these days. <laughs> you, you, you know, I, you know, what I think the problem is though, like out here in Phoenix, for example, these guys been taking since Barack Obama took office, things like it, and. Uh, <laughs> But 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 you know the problem is See, that's, that's another thing, Tobias. Like now that the Sixers have made it uber popular, everybody who's garbage saying they're tanking. Like you ain't tanking. You yeah, just even garbage. even like, if they're not. Like, even, even if like, they're not. Right. But you, everybody ain't tanking. Some teams are just. I read garbage. something on. Like, I read something on Yahoo the other day, and I don't know how true it is. It said like um uh, I don't know what study because how do you how do you even prove this? But they said more than half of Major League Baseball is tanking right now. Like how do how do you prove that? The Astros tanked. If, if you say that, if like if you're saying that, the only proof, the proof to that would be very insulting to players out there because we're basically saying y'all a bunch of bums that they're putting out here. So it's obvious yeah. that they're tanking. Like the it, Sixers it, 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 were so it, blatant with it, you couldn't even just say, "Yo, they just garbage." Yo, they were if so you blatant. Double figures. You, if you scored right. double figures, you were on your way. You were going on suspension. Like, was about to you know, get like, cut. He drew. <laughs> I say this. I say this. Like, like what Jimmy was talking about, going for it. For example, the Suns could like trade it for Kyrie. They got they got first round picks out the yin yang. 
You go, so you can't have a bunch. If Kyrie leaves in two years, so be it. You're going. You're showing your fan bases that hey, we're trying. If he leaves, he leaves. But at least we tried. You know, and that and that's always been, that's always about beef with the Bulls. We know Lou all dang ain't got it no more. Why are you hanging on to him? <laughs> you know, why? You know, why are you still starting to keep Bogans here? You know, I told you why. Because Chicago is not a great franchise. They struck. They struck gold with Mike, and you outside know. of that, for the for the rest of their existence, they're so, they're ass cheap. Yeah. Oh, there they go. They go that man. And the layup line. Zoro. Hey. Oh, hey, before you guys go, I got to run. But I want to say this. We'll see y'all in week two this year. Uh, Philly at the Bucks. We'll see y'all in week two. Hopefully our defense is ranked number 31, not 32 this year. But, hey, let's let's, let's hope for, we'll be hoping for a good thing. Uh, I'll improve hey. man. All right, we'll holler at you next week, man. <laughs> Take it easy, good brothers. Uh, <laughs> he said 31, not 32. All right, let me uh, quick stat of the week so we can move on to the next segment. I see we got some more callers on, so let me just move past this part and we can get to uh, the other callers out there. But the stat of the week, um, the youngin' Donovan Mitchell, who Tobias did speak on in the beginning of his rant, uh, his 55 points in his first two playoff games are the most ever by any guard in NBA history. And, of course, the the guy that he passed was Michael Jordan. Every Everybody who sets a record now, you know, they're either breaking Michael Jordan, Oscar Robertson, or Robertson. He still will. Um, <laughs> he still will. I was about to say, not really will. His records don't really get passed. That's because <laughs> Big Man is, that's cause big man is trash now. Pretty much – Everything, yeah, so everything he's now is by a wing player. Like, yeah. he, I mean, his you stuff is just me safe. To tell you about, like, guards you, and forwards ain't going to score and rebound the way he did. So. No human being can do that. So. This is true. This is true. Yeah, so so yeah, what do y'all yeah. think about, you know, Donovan Mitchell in his first two games? Like, I, I've watched them both. Um, like, he really is that guy that, that he looks like he can be their next superstar and, and sitting alongside – the defensive stalwart and, and Rudy Gobert, you know, look like they they got something they can build yeah. on. I don't foresee them winning this series. And he had a slow start to game two. I believe he started off like four for 12, but ended up with like 13 in the fourth quarter to, to end the game with 28 points and a win. That Like, it's, it's, it's impressive. Um, and not just him. It just seems like there's a youth movement in the playoffs this season. Here, here, here's what I um, and I, and I mentioned this earlier in the season, like early in the basketball season. When I first watched him play, and I even said it last week when I um said that I was pretty much he was my rookie of the year like the last month, because when I watched Utah play, um, and that sounds crazy. Watch Utah play. Who watches Utah play? But anyway, when I watch Utah play, um, it's not. It's his mindset. Like, he looks like the veteran on the team, and he's the rookie. Like, he'd be like, yo, give me the ball. Get out the way. I got it. Like, he has a mentality that he has that, I hate to say it, quote-unquote mamba mentality. And I know you made the comparison um, that he thinks he's Kobe, but he ain't. <laughs> but um, he, he kind of has that mentality. Like, I think Bull in his head thinks he's better than what he is, yo, even though he's a great player. Yo, Yo, if you think that you're the best player in the world with his type of talent, you're going to end up at least 
very, very good, if not great. I respect it. I love it. Um, it's refreshing uh, to see him kind of. It's almost like you know, Mike. Mike got a great grandson. Kobe got a grandson, and now the cross dresser with Russell Westbrook. He might got a son. He might got a son. You know, the crazy part is just like disliked in Philadelphia <laughs> because of the rookie of the year race. People petty. Yeah, I know. He, he, yo, <laughs> People really don't with, like even, him. Yeah. Yo, even with that. I appreciate the fact that he's with the shit. Like I, I, I like the fact that he that he says something, even if I disagree he's with him. With it. He is with the it. fact that, and and I like the fact that Ben said what he said. Like, yo, I don't even pay attention to these these noodles. It's about me. Like, I like all of them. I'm, I'm with all of them. I'm here for all of them. So, I yeah, to me, yeah. ben, I get ben, ben got a little bit of a. I like Ben's attitude. He don't. He doesn't really have a light skin attitude. I like Ben. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he, he get a dark skin pass. He get a dark skin pass. You know what I mean? I told my wife this morning I was in the car just meeting. I was like, yo, I only like two license people. That's like Smokey Robinson and Ben Simmons. But anyway. Um, ben Simmons is sneaky, point- too. He 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 be having yeah. stuff to say on the court. He nudge and shove people. Oh, yeah, Somebody yeah, going to swing yeah. on him one day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he he, he possibly could have just got thrown in the last game. I mean, that's still up in the air, but, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But my point is, when I see these kind of these guys play, when I see Ben Simmons, he's like on the court, literally reminding me of Magic, and I see this kid. Reminded me of Kobe. All I think of, like, yo, the NBA's in good hands, dog. Like, there's a lot of good young players out there, and I'm just excited about that. Right. All right, so before we move on to what happened, we got Kyle Kuzma. Run, um, you guys can check out our website at warroomsports.com if you want to call in and speak with us about uh, any of today's topics, dial the Digital Extreme Tech Hotline at 323-410-0012. Press 1 when prompted. But if you're already listening from your phone, you can press 1 if you want to talk. And I'm looking on the switchboard here. And we got the homie Naj calling from down in the GA. Naj, what's going on, good brother? You nah. Hey, yo, I've been watching too many rap battles, so now that's just been on my mind, just approaching every conversation hey, with a rap battle mentality. <laughs> hey, what up, what up, what up? What up? What's good? Don, hey, Don DeMarco. <laughs> right, right. That horns, need the horns, everything. But now y'all hit on a lot, hey, man. The, the Donnie Mitch stuff, like, yeah, dude is really good. Nice to see. I, I compare him more to Wade, but it's like the record's like That's that. That's a good comparison. These things, That's a good comparison. Yeah, That's a great these, comparison. I'm still on that one. Yeah. These, these records are going to fall real <laughs> yeah, quick. Yeah, he weighed you know he with a jump shot. Yeah, so it's like he, he got he has that record right now, but somebody's probably going to break it in two years or three years. Like, these aren't long-standing mm-hmm. records anymore just because of the usage rate of, of how they use players now, to where somebody is holding the ball damn near all game. So, I mean, right. yeah, shout-out to the kid. And, yeah, okay, she got trouble, man, because that's a bad matchup fit for a guy like Billy Donovan who really has trouble with lineups. It's like, look, they got that big lineup out there. If you really want to play mellow at that four, Derek Favors might be sitting on his neck all night gobbling up rebounds. Like, that's might, yeah, might not right. be a good idea. <laughs> you might want to switch that. You know what I mean? Uh, as far as Brian, like, look, man, you got to think of Cleveland as an underdog. I know that's hard to think of, but – they're just not championship material. This ain't, oh, if we switch the scheme, we'll be better defensively. No. Roster-wise, they're not going to be good defensively, period. So they got to try to outscore people. Or maybe they get soft and just start playing zone. Because at this point, that, that, that option is probably on the table because they cannot guard. Once people start going right. into motion, 
and pick and roll and everything else, they just collapse after collapse after collapse. So they, they need a lot of work. Just think of them as the underdog and think of them as a tough out. Like, that's, that's yeah, how I'm approaching it now. That even defense, team. like with, with LeBron, because his defense has obviously fallen off from when he was getting a reputation as a defender. And and we know, we all know, you know, when LeBron wants to do something, he can. Defense is always about effort. And he played pretty good defense in game two because they actually put him on uh, Oladipo um, several times during the game, and he played good defense on him. But sometimes when he has rosters like this, you can kind of understand why he's not putting that effort forth because he's going to have to be – Hercules on the other end of the ball just to keep them in games. So, like, I, I was talking about Dwayne Wade and his effort against Philly the other night and was saying, you know, at his age and where his body is at his age, because nobody's like LeBron uh, <laughs> 15 years in, but where Wade is, as a Sixers fan, I'm like, okay, if that's the kind of effort they need from Dwayne Wade to win the series, then I'm kind of confident that he's not going to be able to do that three more times. On the other hand, yeah. LeBron could probably do what he did in game two, but he's not going to be able to play the kind of defense that he played in game two in order to do it. So somebody has to guard somebody if they're just going to expect him to go incredible hawk and save the series for him. Somebody got to guard somebody. Yeah, well, <laughs> so that's why they give him the, the late-stage Kobe assignment most of the game. He guards the mm-hmm. weakest uh, offensive player, and he kind of floats. So, I mean, that, that's the same thing Kobe did as he got older because uh, he needed that energy on offense. So, they're going to do that no matter what because if you have him locked down, then, okay, then what are you going to do on the offensive side like you just said? Uh, but the Dwayne Wade thing, yeah, man, he can't summon that all the time. But that goes to my theory. Uh, don't laugh at Hall of Famers because all of a sudden they can summon up something. Uh, I take right. the first example, Wade and Bron laughing at Dirk during that finals, and you see what he put on their head. Uh, Clay Thompson laughing at Bron during 3-1 at the presser, and then LeBron put that on it. Like, don't laugh at Hall of Famers, man. That pride might come up and do, might put something on you. So, Kevin um, Hart, yeah, good job. Don't forget uh, uh, that's- Kevin Durant and and Russell Westbrook laughing at Steph <laughs> when he yeah, asked about his defense. <laughs> they were yeah, feeling real good in that press conference. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. So, hey, three games later, they were like, damn, did we just lose this series? Right. Hey, nah. Don't 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 nah. up that tree. That tree, you know, you know the line. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, 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 fall on you. Hey, Nodge. I don't know why your mouth ain't forewarn you. <laughs> hey, Nodge. That that was a that was a that was a great point. All I gotta say is this. <laughs> shout out, shout out to you for the whole. <laughs> This this is a really good playoffs, man, just because of the, the I guess the mystery involved now because of the Golden State injuries. And, right. man, look, I, I feel so bad for Dame because Dame them out here looking bad and everybody's going to put it on him as not a superstar. But the reality right. of it was, them and OKC just got the worst possible matchups right. that they could get. OKC yeah. gets the Jazz and they get Anthony Davis. Like, that was a really bad matchup. And it's exploiting all of the weaknesses on those teams. Uh, oh, I was say, I also I think this just showing that the oh, Trailblazers, it should really give Dame more props. It's showing you that the Trailblazers might not have been that good in the first place, where people, right. you know, a lot of people didn't think they were, and that's why his name was coming up in the MVP talks because of basically dragging this team along. But I, I think it's been good so far too because of the 
what I see is the youth movement. We talked about Donovan Mitchell, but you got a lot of young dudes balling in the playoffs like they're veterans. You got, you know, the guys from Boston um, doing their thing, Uh, a few of them, you know, Rozier, uh, Tatum, Jalen, especially Jalen. Yeah, like they're balling like they're 10-year vets. Yeah, but now they go on the road, which is a whole nother right, ball so you get to, see you get to see if, if they actually if, do if it, it on the road. Right. Exactly. I, I really don't think it will as far as Boston. Uh, I know the boy Bledsoe better show up because reputations are made in the playoffs. And right now, man, he's looking funny in the light. J.J. Or doing like this. Uh, oh, but y'all I think that comment thing. he made about, you know, saying, I don't know who that is, talking about Rosé, I think that was silly. This dude been dragging you for two games. <laughs> that just makes you look bitter to say something like that. Like, has he really been killing you for the last two games? <laughs> right, right. It'd be you know different exactly if y'all, who if y'all he is. battle to a standstill. Like, nah, this dude is giving you work. Right. Because even on like, to where you like real talk, you, you play in the West. So even I mean, well, not he don't play in the West, but he used to play in the West. So even if you right. really didn't know who Rozier was prior to coming over and playing him, like, you know who he is now. There's there's no who after these first two games. So, it's like, come on, man. You look hey, silly right coach, now. Hey, tough coach, that's a suitable offense. Oh, you don't know who he is? You ain't go over the game <laughs> playing right? You ain't look at that whiteboard? Okay. You have a okay. in, my man. But, uh, that, 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 that digital film I about. sent everybody, you didn't watch it? <laughs> You're right. So, it, it's a finite amount of talent in the NBA. So, no matter what, it's going to be hard to rebuild. So, I mean, you're going to have to do a bit of tanking. You shouldn't go as far as Philly did, because I think Philly did stretch the limits of it, where you're kind of <laughs> defrauding your customers of an NBA product. But well, we we made it hard end. for everybody else, because now they're going to have rules, and they're going to change up the lottery all because of us. And we're like, all right, we're good now. We got our talent. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you exploited a loophole within the system, and now they got to correct it. So, that's on them. But, uh, I mean, right. you, you just want as many lotto tickets as possible. But the thing is, it doesn't mean you're going to pick the right one. So you get the long project in Phoenix. Uh, this one is just starting in Atlanta. If you don't draft the right players, it doesn't matter if you're tanking. Go back and look at that Dwight Howard trade and look at what Orlando has done with the assets they got from the trade and then what they drafted. And you realize, man, front offices can bungle anything. Even, you know, you can set them up perfect and they can mess it up. But, uh Shout out to y'all for the show, man. I just wanted to get in on those things. And, man, Tobias is tripping today, though, man. We got to talk about this pro, this pro Dan Gilbert stuff. Like, come on, bro. Bro. You can be mad oh, at bro, just don't, tried don't, to... don't go pro Dan Gilbert. Yeah. Like, even if you have that thought, just keep it to yourself. <laughs> like, nobody wants to talk about pro All right, but thanks for your call, man. You know, we appreciate it. Hopefully, we'll holler at you next week. For sure, man. Hold it down. All right. <laughs> Yeah, so no the the Sixers and Heat have tipped off the Heat with two quick threes from Tyler Johnson. Jimmy said, "Look like a white stick-up boy." Um, <laughs> the Heat up six to four, but Embiid's at the line to tie it up with his Zorro mask on. It's, it's more than Zorro though. This boy look like he look like Transorzi or somebody. Jim, <laughs> we were just talking. About, what's, his, what's his other name? Monzinger Z. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Megger Z. Yeah, we realized it was two different young. But, um, yo, man, I, that series right there, man. Like, it, it, it's interesting, right? Because uh, I was just reading the, um, DJ Willie G. Just talking about y'all scared. Because you asking for Embiid to come back. I'm like, yo. Yo, he's your best, best player. Why would you not want him to come yeah, back? Yeah, like, why would you want your best gone. player on the roster? That's, like, weird to me. 
<laughs> anyway. You're afraid because you want Embiid to come back. I told him that he should have been playing game one, but, yeah, people say silly stuff. Yeah, Shout out to the homie. All right, so um, let's get into these uh, grind topics real quick. Some of them we don't have to spend a lot of time on because, like I said in the intro, this is like a 2016 type of week. So, you know, people dropping left and right. But uh, while you are on the grind, is brought to you by the illustrious Sports the Book. You guys tired of reading the same ass sports books? That's a double on time today, like same ass and same ass uh, sports books. Y'all got that? Just pick up your copy of sports. Smart people only read the sports. It'll, it'll keep you on the edge of your seat. It'll have you saying, like, aha, like, you're going to hear some things, you're going to see some theories that you're going to be like, man, I never thought anything like that, but it makes a whole lot of sense. So, you know, it was written by our very own Jimmy the Blueprint. So make sure you pick up your copy. You can go to sportsthebook.com or you can get your copy from the hub, the mothership, warroomsports.com. But wherever you get it from, just don't miss the movement. It's been out a couple years now, so if you haven't read it yet, you're just not in the know, getting the know. All right. John Cena and and Nikki Bella, I'm not in I'm not really in this WWE world, so I'm assuming Nikki Bella is she like a female wrestler? Can I say female? <laughs> because I've seen photos of them actually in the ring together. So this was ring. his chick, and I believe she was yeah she was a wrestler. But they recently broke up, but that spawned stories of how they started, and they said once. Like, prior to her moving in with him in 2013, John Cena made her sign a 75-page contract before he would allow her to move in. Um, I guess at the time, she was Yo, really... She no self-esteem. She was really offended by it, but he ran it to her like, you know, I take care of my family. I just want to make sure my finances are always straight because I got a lot of people to take care of, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. She, he eventually somehow got her to sign this 75-page contract. If I'm a woman, like, you're not even going to get me to read a 75-page contract, let alone sign one. But she ended up signing it, and now, you know, she's and, – and the contract labeled her as a guest in his house, which is even more insulting because you were his chick. However, they've now broken up, so I guess this contract probably saved him a lot of heartache as far as his finances – and things of that nature are concerned, or even just trying to get her out of the house. What do y'all think about this? Is he a genius? <laughs> Is he J.J. Reddick-level genius, or did he take it way past nah. that? Yo, salute to my guy, J.J. Reddick. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's two ways to look at this. It's interesting. It's sort of like the prenup thing, but this ain't even a prenup. This is just for her to move in. That's what made this wild to me. Like, he, he probably never even thought about marrying her. Like you said, this was just for the movie. Yeah, this is this is like just to move in. Like, in my house for a few years before I dump you. But when I dump you, you gotta go right away. It probably said that on the contract. Yo, that, that's what's interesting to me about this whole thing. Is like, damn, you play like that, beloved. But you know, it is what it is. Um, yo, this is. Oh, sure. right. in the, in the I was I was just saying that. Jim, it really said that. War room. This is the ultimate. Oops. This is the ultimate. So what you about to be doing? Word <laughs> right. Because I was just I was just saying that little tongue in cheek, but I just read that the contract said 
that she would have to vacate the home immediately if they ever broke up. So that means, you know, there's no talking, there's no, <laughs> there's no, I need to do this, you know, I can't move my stuff to the weekend. Like you signed a contract that said you were going to vacate the home immediately. Probably put her stuff out on the lawn like she got evicted. You know, Cena Savage. Yeah, that's hard. Listen, man, <laughs> yes, I was always, I was always taught, I was always taught documentation beats conversation all day long. Mm-hmm. Well, um, shout out to another. I'm not. Sh- I'm, they can't sue me, so I'm gonna say WWF legend. Of course, the story says WWE, but this man wasn't around when it was no WWE. So WWF legend Bruno San Martino passed away at the age of 82 this week. Um, oh man! How 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 old are you guys? <laughs> Were you around for the Bruno San Martino years? I ain't that old. Right, they, it's Hank for thinking that I was. Salute to Hank for thinking that I was that old. But um, I remember his name because, like, as a kid, they used to always talk about the legend Bruno San Martino. He would come back every once in a blue and show his face. But he was already old as dirt. So that was before my time. But, you know, I recognize they said, who you he know, is. He used to have legendary rivalries with uh, Hall of Famers Moses? like Killer Kowalski, Gorilla Monsoon, and George Animal Steel. George, George Animal Steel and Gorilla Monsoon – they bled a little bit over into our era. You know, they were the, like yeah. old guys who well, weren't in shape. They, yeah, they did. Fighting. Because Gorilla Monsoon, when he came around, he was, he was kind of like an announcer. But, you know, right. um, and George the Animal still, I'm not sure. He was, he was out there dying his tongue was like a, eating people in the ring. They said he was like a real smart dude. Someone told me he was a PhD. I don't know how true that is. But they said that he was like completely a smart guy um, who, you know, basically dumbed down his uh, lyrics to double his dollars for acting like George the <laughs> Animal still. So George, the rocket scientist, still criticize me, but y'all. My man used to bite turnbuckles. But y'all <laughs> let drop no. like holler. <laughs> he used to bite the cotton out of the joints, whatever was inside of it. Probably. Yo, yo, shout <laughs> to Coco Beware, man. And then he has nothing to do with this, man. But I like shouting out black wrestlers, man. Shout to Coco Beware, man. <laughs> yeah, that's that was so out of nowhere. Shout out to Coco. Coco Beware. <laughs> Any time we bring a wrestler, man, we gotta get a black wrestler to shout out, man. Shout to Coco Beware, man, and, and Booker no T. And, you know what I mean? The ones they gave no us. doubt. Shout out and, to um, Booker T. <laughs> yeah, no. Hulk Hogan, I'm <laughs> coming for you. <laughs> and and more sad news, man, in the world of <laughs> basketball, uh, Hall of Famer and uh, Philadelphia 76ers legend Hal Greer dies at the age of 81 this week. Um, and what a lot of people didn't know, because I heard a lot of people like express their surprise about it during this week when all, you know all the information about him was coming out. Like a lot of people are surprised that he's still the Sixers' all-time leading scorer. I think a lot I of people may have assumed it was well, like Allen Iverson. I was a gunning, I was a gunning ass dude. Yeah, I know that, but I know that, but in my head, in my head, I just assumed that it was either Chuck or Bubba Chuck, one of the Chucks. I assumed that it was one of the Chucks or Will, but I forgot that that whole war, that whole Warriors thing kind of like. You know what I weird. always wondered, and I never really got an answer on this. Do y'all know, like, is how was Hal Greer any kin to Lynn Greer? Somebody told me he was, but again, that's one of them. That's one of them street things that I don't know how true it is. They yeah, like his grand his grandpa, great grandpa was Hal Greer. I'm like, all right, they both played ball. They both would, local. Right, and I would always wonder that, Jim, no, but they, they never related. said that. 
he played, you know, he was the leading scorer in, in Philly High School. He was, he played at Temple. Like, all that coverage that he got in the Philadelphia area, I've never seen any newspaper or or media yeah, outlet that's say that he was yeah. related to Howard. I heard cats in the street say it, but they say a lot of stuff. Like, it would make sense, but, right. Yeah, but I don't know. Right, well, I mean, I because even even with Howard dying, I haven't even heard that come up as part of the story. And like you know, Lynn right. got well, you know, basketball is a pretty legend. much a nobody now, so it's not really going. I mean, so I mean, <laughs> locally, locally, he still got a name. I mean, and I think right, that um, right. I forgot what he was doing, but he was he was still doing something positive. But I forgot what it was. He playing overseas and did something. But anyway, I, I think I think he would have to die for them to say that. Yeah, <laughs> like if he does, like grandson or great great. I, you know, matter of fact, I saw Lynn Greer on the train um, the day of the Eagles parade. That, that was basically right. the first time I've been on the Philly subway in like since like 1995. But, yeah, I'm, I'm standing there and chilling on the train. I think he was coming from the parade as well. Yeah, that so, is um, Merck Lynn Greer, though, yo. <laughs> shout out to Lynn Greer. You know what I mean? If he is, you know, your grandpa, your uncle, somebody like that, you know, condolences to the family. If not, <laughs> got it. <laughs> Evan Turner. Yo. Got it. <laughs> Yo. Dude. And Evan Turner still be talking trash, too. Yo, he definitely does. He definitely does. We ain't never getting out of purgatory. He definitely does. We ain't never getting out of purgatory with y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he forgot he ate somebody the other night. I'm like, Yo, he's still saying that. This boy ain't got a new catchphrase yet. He's done. <laughs> All right, and last but not least on our what happened while y'all were on the grind list, Candace Parker, who is now divorced from ex-NBA player, ex-Duke Blue Devil, Sheldon Williams, she has to pay him $400,000 in alimony. Y'all got any thoughts on this? Because I've seen a lot of people calling that man all kinds of names um, for this. What do y'all thought? No. First of all, he looked I mean, like no. A, Salute to him because looked like a Candace brontosaurus. Parker never ever should. Yo, why would Candace Parker have ever fixed herself to date both? Yo, yeah. Candace Parker was like lightweight Thorough Jones. Like, why would she date yeah. him? Because that doesn't mean she has self-esteem. That doesn't mean she has self-esteem. Yeah, some of the prettiest Johns got the lowest self-esteem, but that's even here there. But I, for me, but for me, like when I see this, like I, I look at um, you know, Mary J's husband and, and her husband. And I think this is a step in the right direction, direction because women say they want to be treated equally. So if you want to be treated equally, that comes with everything, not just the good stuff. You know what I mean? You want equal pay, equal this. So I mean, I, I get it. You know, cut that now check. when I first heard it, I had the same. I had the same. Reaction initially as everybody else, like, oh, hey, look at this dude, blah, blah, blah. And and it may have also stemmed from the fact that he did play in the league. He did make $12 million in the league. But at the same time, like what Jimmy just said, like, first of all, we don't know why their marriage ended. Now, this may be more of an extreme example, like, but if a, a, a fairly broke dude was married to a rich woman, and they were divorced because of something she did, maybe cheating on him, then why wouldn't he deserve the same thing that a woman would take from a man in that same situation? I mean, in this case, and I've seen it with people who who didn't make the kind of money that Sheldon Williams or Candace Parker made. Like some people just, they just divorced, 
and just split amicably. Like, I'm not trying to get you for nothing. You're not trying to get me for nothing. You know, we got kids. Let's co-parent. Let's just get out of this relationship. And it would seem like people in their position would do that. <laughs> but obviously something happened where dude feels like, you know, she make more money than me. So, and if she did this, because usually you don't have to pay if it were if if the divorce wasn't your fault. So you know, I don't know. I don't know what state this is in because I know divorce is weird from state to state. I mean, maybe yeah, she, some rules be, be crazy, but yeah, maybe she. Decided, that, y'all ever she saw like, Jurassic man. Park? <laughs> Yo, it's funny. Why does Jurassic Park keep coming up in our conversation? Like we, y'all remember that scene in Jurassic Park where the dinosaurs um, Yo, sneezed on the I kids? You going with this? <laughs> Tell me that sneezing dinosaur. <laughs> and I gotta ask my Sheldon, son here what Sheldon kind that sneezed, was. Sheldon sneezed on his kid. Okay, and my my boy just told me it was a brachiosaurus because he's a dinosaur expert. He's so so Sheldon. Williams basically Candace Parker married a brachiosaurus and you know he got the, the the height and the long neck to prove it and like B said like we don't know how she ended up in that position anyway because the yeah, kind of star she was I mean it shows you that first of all that she wasn't shallow because simply off the fact that she was such a big star in college and coming out of college she you know if she was going to get with somebody who was a baller she could have got somebody who was way better than Sheldon Williams or maybe not. Or maybe not. Maybe the the ballers aren't looking for other ballers. Maybe they looking for ID or 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 we're just being shallow because she could have some other stuff going on with her that we don't know about. Or Sheldon Williams. Well, she paying this four hundred k in alimony. She she probably got something else going on. Yeah, called another woman. I hate her shoulders though, man. Her shoulders irk me. Like every time somebody say how good she looks, I'm like, look at her shoulders though. Yo. I'll put a y'all shirt on like, or something. Y'all, y'all acting like Shell Williams on fake coochie down to the top. She got Jim. She got club shoulders. <laughs> like <laughs> she got club shoulders. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm calling everything yeah. now. Cause I don't know what that means. So everybody, everybody got a shoulders, defect. Yeah. They got a club something. She got a club. Yeah, eye. Boy got a boy got a club <laughs> jump shot. <laughs> boy got a club <laughs> life. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby oh, one of your haircut. friends has got a club barber. One of your boys got a club barber. <laughs> yo, yo, <laughs> yo, leave the club fades alone, man. Leave that alone. All right, let's get out of here, man. Let's, Jimmy, man. Let everybody know who's having a birthday, man. Before we get absolutely, man. Off the air. Absolutely, <laughs> yo, um, Maria Sharon Poker. Exactly, thirty-one. <laughs> Yo, and, and also, we got this one in. Candace Parker is actually Maria having a birthday. Get at, you hear that, B? Candace Parker's having a birthday. She Candace had to get Parker rid of Bo before her next birthday. She's not going to have fun because she ain't got no money to that spend. That was my birthday. Yay! <laughs> Joe Maurer is actually turning 35. Um, Damn, already? Troy Paolo Mao, the safety cornerback, whatever you want to add, he's 37. Overrated. And it's my birthday. Yeah. Really? You know B never banged with Troy like that. I know he never did, but I mean overrated in terms of what? I never heard anyone call him. Thought he, was like, he just thought he was a Samoan gangbanger with speed. You know, Troy did what he had to do, man. Our uncle Junior is turning fifty six. 
So we like to give a big warm salute to all these folks on their birthdays or in their birthday week. And I had to throw that in there because, you know, it's not a lot of race fans here. But our Unser Jr., I only knew dude because he had Yo, a video game a, on Nintendo back in the day. Our yeah, B, B is the same. He, he had a video game that I used to play. So, you know, I used to act like I knew him when his name came up. But it was only because he had a Nintendo game. Shout oh, out to Al Unser Jr. Boy. <laughs> um, I don't know, boy. I ain't never had that game. I had Rad Racer, though. That was fine. You know what I'm saying? Rad Racer was at work. Anyway, man. Tell the people real quick. Tell the people what Sight Bike was at work. <laughs> I can play that now, yeah. All right, so, yeah, real quick. Like I told you guys earlier, uh, you can check out our website, warroomsports.com. If you want to call in and speak with us about any NBA playoff topics, Dial the Digital Extreme Tech Hotline at numbers 323-410-0012. Press 1 when prompted. If you're already listening from your phone, just press 1 if you want to talk. And I see we got another caller on the line. Just hang tight. Jimmy's going to get us into this segment, and then we'll holler at you in a minute. Absolutely. We're going to talk about the NBA in this next segment, and the NBA Rap is brought to you by Digital Extreme Technologies, the your business to custom website, well, for dynamic professionals, and most of all, Affordable custom websites, you have to hit up Digital Extreme Tech. They do amazing jobs. Just check out wardensports.com for the website. How do you get in touch with you? Here's how. DigitalExtremeTech.com or call 267-205-4203. Make sure you get a custom website from them. Stop using them Wix sites because they're trash. DigitalExtremeTech.com. <laughs> Kirk couldn't wait. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, you know I mean that's an H H H right there. But listen though, um, <laughs> man, it's a lot of sad topics on our on our on our list today, man. Um, the wife of Greg Popovich passes away, man, and this is crazy because watching the players yo, reaction. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know why that. Broke I hate me when up. anything. Yo, but I, yo, I was looking at so the ceiling broke me up. and cutting onions. It broke me up. Yo, it was. Popovich, you know what's definitely, definitely most black crazy? Matter, so. Crazy part about it is because like I've always given Pop kind of a pass because he's such a great coach like I just had an epiphany this week and I was going to start slamming Pop for the way that he handles the media and, so you know the way that he's right? just an a-hole at all times and then this happened so it's like damn that, you know, now I can't go in on Pop because he's having a real hard time like she dies in the middle of a playoff series sure you can why not <laughs> he's not going to coach game three um, versus the Warriors not like you know, it, at this point, it makes much of a difference. It's probably. And see, I don't even want to watch that because I know, I know, the, I know that they're going back to San Antonio, right? So they're probably going to do something. Oh yeah, like it's going to be sad. I can't, I can't see that, man. I can't see that because yeah. at the be, time I'm like, yo, that's crazy. Sad. I mean, you know, and you didn't hear anyone going like. So I, I heard the story, but then I'm like, I'm watching this out of the NBA, and you see them, and then you see like uh, KD and LeBron reactions, like just like yo. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because they, you know, LeBron was asked right after game um a lot of people thought they caught him by surprise with that but he did say that prior to the mics going hot she asked him she told him about what happened and said can i ask you about it so he he knew the question was coming but you know lebron um 
It seemed genuine. I was waiting you know, for this. You seem a little shaken up about uh, it. I, I, KD seemed shaken up. I thought Dad was about to go in on his uh, fabric. No, 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 no. Like, I won't go on you know. I mean, I mean he probably made a couple of extra dollars on, on that. Contrived, contrived <laughs> he probably made a couple extra dollars on, on that. I, I, I mean, think about it. <laughs> think about it. No one wants to no no one wants to think about like losing their their wife. And LeBron is married uh, too, so he probably uh, said, "Yeah, I'm about to say." Marco Bellinelli drawing. He just shot a ball from like half court, and then ain't even the end of the quarter. <laughs> yo, Marco Bellinelli been drawing all series, and we gonna get to that yo, in a minute. Marco but, uh, think, yo, he just yo, how, he, how, he, how he get a green light though? Yeah, I don't know. He just he just stepped on the squad with a green light. Like Marco Bellinelli, <laughs> like, you're not even light. from here, cuz. Yo, I invited you to the hood. Yo, I invited you to the hood. I'm let my hands go. Yo, Bellinelli trying to get a raise or something. He trying to get something. But anyway, man. Um, so that's a sad situation, man. Um, my thoughts no and doubt. prayers go out to the Popovich family, all the Spurs family. Uh, my thoughts and prayers go out to Savai. I don't know why, but he's the only Spurs fan I got a friend of mine. So thoughts and prayers to you two, y'all. Because <laughs> I don't this know any of the Spurs fans. condolences so. to a fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um. But uh. Man, that's definitely sad, man. So um, people used to do that to me. Though. Somebody man. in Philly, something happened. They were like, "Man, I'm sorry to hear that." I'm like, "I don't give a shit." Man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I just root for the ball. Okay, man. I got to eat. Anyway, listen. Um, okay, that boy got shot. Interesting that came out this week. Uh, it was a meme that was going around, and people did research to figure out that it was real because people were criticizing. James Harden um, for his defense because historically he's been the most defensive player known to man ever any time in the history of sports and life. Um, but someone pointed out that statistically speaking, and since people like to love stats to big up LeBron, let's use some stats to uh, criticize him, he's a better defensive player than LeBron this year. Um, his, he's at minus 37, and LeBron is at a mi- what, minus 309? No, not, no, because this is, this is no, just no, the saying, ranking. This is the it's ranking. A player he's, ranking. But he, he, I'm sorry, it's a player ranking. He's at 37. I, I, I said the plus or minus. Not plus or minus. Yeah, not the plus or minus. He's a 37th ranked player, and LeBron is 309. But one thing I, I find interesting about that is, like, this whole way they, they track that defensive player is kind of weird to me anyway. It's more um, analytics, man. It really don't mean nothing. But, you know, I, you know, earlier in the week when we talked about it, I was just trying to give B some more ammo. <laughs> I was just trying to throw him an alley-oop. Like, LeBron is the 309th-ranked defensive player in the league. Yeah. And... I, really, I, really, I really can only take that oop when we're dealing with Bron, Ronald, Bron sexuals and guys that are on Bron's jock because as oh, much you know they as listening. I, I like the Beards' <laughs> they offensive – yeah, they are. As much as I love the Beards' offensive game, he is really literally disrespectful to the game of basketball with the way he plays <laughs> defense. I can't, I can't come yeah. I can't rob with that man. Six has got some AR fifteens out again. Than, <laughs> yeah, they spraying. That, mm-hmm. That's because uh, you don't get you don't, you don't you don't get big you don't get big contracts for playing defense. I mean, you know, you get a nice contract. You shot the damn wild. Well, you put up forty. Can again. y'all take a guess? Now, y'all might have saw me talk about it earlier in the week, but. If you didn't, can y'all take a guess who's number one as far as defensive rankings? They better get oh, a you know what? You actually, year, you, actually, you actually gave the boy a shout-out, and I forgot who it was. The Bulls, was it the Bulls from OKC? Nah, he's from the Lakers, man. It's your man. Oh, the 32-year-old oh, my man rookie, Ingram, my man Ingram, Andre Ingram. Andre Ingram. That's who it was. It's Andre he Ingram. He's coming off the bench. 
He's one of the league leaders in scoring. <laughs> He's the yeah, number the guy, one defensive guy, player in the league. The guy, Probably didn't Andre do nothing Ingram, defensively man. that night, but analytics are funny that way. They can make you look like you did something crazy. At worst case, he gets a 30 for 30. If not, he gets like a 20 for 20 Cody <laughs> short film. So, he he going to get um, a two-year extension in the G League. <laughs> two-year extension in the G League. <laughs> he going to get a max G League love, contract. It's for the love of the game, man. My man loves the real <laughs> basketball, man. But shout out to Rudy Gobert, number two. So basically, he's the legitimate number one. And somebody who I slam constantly, Robert Covington, was ranked third in the league as far as, you know, uh, defensive ranking. What's interesting about Gobert is you watch him play, Rudy Gobert is weird. He seems like the only dude in the league that enjoys defense. Like, he looks like he's having fun on defense, and who does that? I hate. I personally hate a defense when you play. Somebody who ain't got no. Somebody who ain't got much offensive game. Because I ain't gonna <laughs> fight. I was a terrible defender because I ain't feel like it. I want to shoot. Like I'm trying to get back down the court and let, let my hands go. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm gonna fake. I'm gonna. I'm gonna hack you and trip you or something. Just try to you know stay between the ball and the basket. But my man looked like he enjoyed like playing defense. And I guess you're right, Dad. When you really got a trash offensive game, you gotta hey, figure it out. He probably. Yeah, he's from the Ben Wallace, Wallace School of Basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at Ben Wallace. Yeah. Nothing better for him than blocking a shot. Yeah. Uh, he's he on the Ben Wallace. They're weirdo. Ben Wallace was mad overrated, too, as far as his deep. Yeah, but like, in the I, post, I was, since he was smaller than most of the people he was guarding, like, he was strong as hell. But, yo, I saw cats like Derek um, Coleman put him in the post popcorn machine and just yeah. abuse him but like, you know what, all though? night. Of I, I, Shaq, give, I give him credit. I give him credit for like getting in where he fits in, though, because my man realized like at this level, I can't do that. What the other guys do, so I'm gonna figure out what right. I can do to, to build out a nice little career. And I've heard yeah. people actually mention him in the Hall of Fame. I'm about to like, say they what? might put him in the Hall, so he did it. Yeah, thing. so he 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 got in where he fit in, and um, the ball. He's like I play D and I got an afro, so my, people know me. Who in the Hall? I play defense. I play who in the Hall? And I low key um, started a rumble that I know. I low key started a rumble that I never get uh you know blamed for. But anyway, never. If he would have chilled, the the malice and the fouls would have never happened. But Ryan Artest is the bad guy. Steven Jackson is the thug. He definitely was. Though. He just ran up in the crowd swinging. Like, he didn't care. Yo, what y'all want? He was waiting Yo. for that opportunity. Yeah, but your man Ben, if he would have just chilled, it would have never happened. Yeah, it would have never happened. Yo, I'm going <laughs> to yeah, tell y'all yeah. this. I'm going to tell y'all this right. I'm going to tell y'all this right now. If they let Ben Wallace in the Hall of Fame, I'm going to do something drastic. Now, they letting a lot <laughs> of cats in that shouldn't get in. Yo, they can't let B, that you, in But you got to remember, on. though, though, he has. He has a case. He was like multiple time defensive player of the year. Like he has a case. Yeah. Like some people just some people get in. Like remember when we used to joke about Andre Iguodala and 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 yeah. Dumars. Like since he's been on the Warriors, his average has gone down. So Dumars is still averaging like four points more than him. Mm-hmm. But realize like now, if you look back, like yo that comparison. The comparison that we were only doing because of stats back then is, like, dead on. They have almost the same resume. They were dudes yeah. who, you know, when they were starters, were good for, like, 16 points a game. They both were known mm-hmm. as very good defenders. They both won finals MVP. They both have two championships. They have identical mm-hmm. resumes. Andre Iguodala yeah. is going to the Hall of Fame. If he doesn't, 
then something's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> he has the same not forget, resume not forget, as the ball. Let's not forget, when Iggy was in Philly, and, and he might have three chips after stunk, this year. The, when the team stunk, and Iggy was in Philly, Iggy was putting up 20 a game, though. Iggy, Iggy was yeah, he, sees, he, he, was, he was 19. And I used to defend him. I used made to like, the All-Star team, good. Too. He he's just not he's just not a number one option. He's not right. And right. he found and, and he never wanted he to was be, like a you fourth. Could tell. He didn't want that. Person. I, I didn't think he was like a fifth option, but I mean still like um, some people destiny acting like he was. He was a good two or three on a on a good team. Yeah yeah yeah. You know what I mean? He just happened course. to be on the Warriors where Ben they Wallace had so much has talent. an argument. He'll be honest and said, "I'm gonna do something drastic." Like, guess you mean yeah. like start watching basketball again? B, if if, they, yeah, if Dennis yeah, Rodman I, makes it, I, I who I think is fully deserving of making it, Ben Wallace Didn't he already case. make it? Yeah, Dennis, Dennis Rodman made it. Yeah, That's what I said. Yeah, I, yeah, I think Dennis, he's fully yeah. deserving I'm, of I'm it. Asking, then Ben got a case. I'm, I'm so, asking, Rodman, I remember, yeah, because Dennis Rodman was up there crying rejected. like a baby. Now, don't get me wrong, what, B. What, I'm not saying what, Ben Wallace what, ain't what, a bum, <laughs> but I think he has a case because of what he did on the other side of the ball. Yo. Dennis Rodman is Numbers better wise. at what he did than Ben Wallace. Yo, but Bill he also Bradley played in a different like era. So ben Wallace may have looked just as good in the next era as as Rodman did in his era. Yo, all I'm gonna say man, is Phil Bradley, Phil, Bradley, Phil Bradley averaged like nine points, something stupid like that. But he became a senator, so he made the league look good. <laughs> Oh yeah, they had to put him. I in. said Phil Bradley, Bill Bradley, whatever his name is, Bill, Bill Bradley. Bill, they had to put him in. Let me, yeah, let me. And he probably Bill didn't Bradley get in until he was a senator. <laughs> we got you know, they was like, they like you. That's part leader. of his career. <laughs> like, we all, we all not dumb jobs, huh? Right, right. Yo, it's crazy because right, so, he's the only person like you Google, you Google his name and it comes up like um, his Wikipedia with his senator stuff, and then right next to it is like basketball reference, which is weird. Yo, here's here's Bill Bradley's career stats. He averaged 12 points a game, three rebounds, and three assists. Mo Cheeks averaged 11 and six, <laughs> and that's my man. Yo, See, but yo, I can, I, but I can also I, I, give I, you the reason I, why. I can give you the reason why Mo had a case because when he retired, he was a league leader in steals, and he was like top five or ten in assists. So like the numbers yo. start to look trashy because you know we're in this statistical era now. <laughs> but like people have a case at the time that they retire, even if we didn't. Yo, think, Bill Bradley, like, Bill Bradley only played ten seasons, and his highest scoring average in any of those seasons was sixteen. Wow. Yo, and he only played ten seasons, and his ten seasons he was only putting up like four. He was putting up four and one. Listen, y'all, y'all can clown, y'all can clown me, y'all can clown me if y'all want. Y'all gonna be angry when when y'all see Robert Ory walking up there. <laughs> y'all gonna be <laughs> No, I'm I'm against that. <laughs> I'm against that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah, with that. that one, huh? No, I'm against yeah, that. Yeah, with that one. No, huh? I mean because like, like, like even like we were the people perpetuating that myth. You know, we always got hype when he's you know when you started to notice like yo this dude keeps making big shots. So, you know, we're partially to blame for that, but. I never knew that it would get so out of control that people would actually be calling for that because, like, when you think about it, like, Robert Ory hit big shots, but at the same time, not a lot of those shots, maybe one or two at the most, were like, okay, they would have lost this series if Robert Ory didn't hit that shot. Like, Robert Ory hit a big shot against the Sixers. 
and and like game well, two. A lot of them hit big shots against the Sixers at the end of game you know two. What? Here's but the they thing, beat the though. Sixers four one. Like you know, did they really need that? <laughs> no, but 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 here's the thing though, because because first of all, one thing was I probably the biggest one. One one thing I recognize about the world and life in general is life is all about stories. I mean. I mean, just look at the Bible. That's all stories. Um, some people believe it to be complete fact, and some people understand it for what it is, in my opinion. But I'm not getting into that because I ain't trying to get cussed out by nobody. But um, it's all about stories, and, and, and we see how stories um, over time become, even with like a world champion or Michael Jordan. So we kind of knew this what happened with Bob Ori. Um, because the myth becomes greater than what actually happened. And right. when you look at the 30 years from now, they're not going to mention Kobe, Shaq, Tim Duncan, and nobody. It's just going to be Robert nah. Ori and winning chips. <laughs> Pretty much. And, 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 and it's sad because, like, I, I see it already where people like like Tim Duncan is like, and I hate to say this, it's like he's already forgotten in a lot of circles when you talk NBA. People forget that he played, and it's not his fault. I mean, it's, it's how he played, but – you know, so it's all Shoot. about stories and who and who Some people tells think Kevin Garnett just the ball that's bad on TV in Area 21. <laughs> so what it's, he about the stories that, it's about the stories that are told and who's telling them. No. And what kind of, what kind of pieces you leave us to tell that story? I hate doing Tim Duncan because Tim Duncan is definitely a top five power forward ever. But Tim Duncan did that to Tim Duncan because there were times, the last four years of Tim Duncan's career, come on, cuz. Come on, man. <laughs> See, but you know what? He nah. could get away with that, though, because he played on a team that was still contenders. Competing for a chip. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It was different yeah. for Kevin Garnett. Yeah. Like, he was washed, and he was just bouncing yeah, around. I don't know. What, what was he different. doing in Brooklyn? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Brooklyn Kevin guy. Garnett was washed. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like, know why Kevin Brooklyn Garnett was washed, and he was washed. Brooklyn, like, we're just going to take Yo. the Boston Celtics championship team, see if we can win, and they was all, like, 40. Like, Brooklyn just played themselves. Yo, yeah. But no, in 30 like, years, like, when Robert uh, Ori's name come up, you're going to hear this after No wow. human being can do that. <laughs> the story of the myths are going to get that big. Yo, they showing clips of Rozier busting uh, Bledsoe. And, yo, come on, man. You know who he is. Yeah. His jacket and, 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 you know and, and in 30 is. years, when they – when they talking about what KD did in the NBA, are you oh, going to go? Yo, yo, there's a story, and I say this because I know neither one of y'all probably read the book, but in Ray Allen's book, right, he tells a story about, uh, you know, he said KD was notorious for his trash talk. And he said that when um, Joaquin Noah got in the league, he was a KG stand to the point where he would tell people, like, yo, I had KG posters on my wall, and now I'm in the league. I can't believe it. He said, so the first time they played each other, KG, like, hit a jump shot or something. And, and the boy was like, oh, man, great shot, KG. You got to uh, you know, you gotta tell me how you did that. Shut up, trash Yo, he told, KG told me, shut up and get off my dick. Yo. <laughs> Yo. Yo, my language. He was always angry, Yo. man. Yo, he really wasn't he your that, friend you know, when he played against Yo, he you. Said, he said after that, Noah hated him. And I don't know if you remember, him and Noah had, like, a thing, but he said that's what it all stemmed from. Because he was a KG uh, fan, and it's like he met his hero, and KG basically just told the boy to get off his schlong, like, you know, him. out loud in front of everybody. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. He MJD. He said it was hey, so yo, let's sad. go to the like, um, oh, phone man, line. Let's take our oh, last yeah, call of the night, man. We got, and we got to keep it quick. 
Rob, go to the homie Rob out in Cali to see what compliments he got for Jimmy this week. The homer, Rob, what's the going homer on? Good yo, brother? stop that, y'all. The homer Ingram. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had that clip. I couldn't. I probably can't even get Jimmy to put that on the board. <laughs> I'm about to find. I have to remember how to do it and do it myself, man. What up, Rob? Yo, you got to have that boy, Rob. Hey, so soft. Hey, I love Jimmy. <laughs> Let him talk, man. We only got a minute. All right, Rob, you got one minute. Right. And uh, Justin Anderson about to fight Dwayne Wade. Told him he gave him a. Uh, they had to push him back. Tempers flaring in Miami. <laughs> The way Wade ain't gonna fight. He just wants to go home to Gabriel Union and then. Yeah, but he owns, but he owns Miami Wade County in that arena, so he can act tough because he know Haslam are gonna come off the bench with the goons. Speaking <laughs> of fake swing tough guys, so. fake tough guy. KD's the biggest fake tough guy, man. How come he didn't do nothing with Anthony Pillar? Like gave him an elbow. He just stood there. That's just me though. You know, because Anthony, you ain't got to know how to fight to talk. How come, how, how come he didn't do nothing to Kobe when Ronald Tess was there? Because <laughs> people know who to mess with, dog. I mean, that's common sense. Like, yo, bull, coward, bullies, bullies not who to bully. Exactly. That's why they bullies. Not really because they tough. <laughs> because they know who they can pull that with. All right, what's up, Ross? You you we got a minute, dog. What you want to talk about real quick? Whatever be awesome, whatever. But yo, at least, at least you know it's me, because uh, I usually you curse at me after me say something to him. <laughs> yeah, Wade uh, did uh, try to funny, so he all got up. All, all, all I want to say is I'm Justin Anderson cause... probably beat Wade up. All right, go ahead, man. Wait, My bad. Right, I keep cutting you off. All I say, one more time, because a couple months ago, you know, uh, one of the best moments I of my life that my Philadelphia Eagles won the Super Bowl. Day. No more signs for that, you know. Still Super Bowl champion. True. I'm gonna apologize um, to Devin. No. Neither. And um, I will. <laughs> I will. I will, uh, I will say one thing. I want to talk about wrestling real quick. I saw WrestleMania this past. Um, this past. Uh, like we just had this past a couple weeks ago. And you know what? It's it, and it, it was some good matches. And I got and I have to say the one thing I'm impressed with is um, the female division. And I, I, I just want to say, is anybody going to check? Is anybody going to check out wrestling? Uh, check out WrestleMania. Keep your eye on the the Akusa and Flair and uh, Rick Flair's daughters. I can't remember her name, but his yeah, daughter's, no, I'm cool. daughters match. Yeah, I'm, it, I'm cool. I'm, I'm cool, but I am watching Glow. I'm finally watching Glow on Netflix, though. Because here's my thing, Rob. Like I don't I, like I, I I know that I'm watching ladies wrestling. I'm not thinking about this wrestling. I'm looking at how great athletes they are. So it's like I'm a, I'm objectifying, and I'm trying to I'm trying to do that. Man. I'm trying to you know trying to get my life together, man. You want me to objectify these women, man? Stop it. <laughs> I mean, they did it to themselves I'm, in the '80s, man. They had a league called the Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling, so you knew what they was really about. Yeah, <laughs> I mean. I'm, 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 we wasn't praising them for their figure I mean, four leg locks. I mean, because this has been an influx of wrestlers now, and they, I'm, I, and they, and, and this one match I was watching with a cool and flair, they were doing stuff like top rope moves. Like I was like, whoa, and they were doing uh, submission holds. I don't know, like I know they have Ronda Rousey there, but I don't know. She needs a couple more 
matches. Yeah, I hope you more training, more training until she gets to can, the, to the up, uh, the upper echelons. Because them, them girls out can there they, can they dunk though? Can they dunk though? So they, to, oh, <laughs> right. Anyway, Rob. All right, Rob. Man, well, thanks for your call, good brother. Because we got we got we got a couple of left. Can Shaquille O'Neal do a drop kick? Can Shaquille O'Neal do a drop kick? Because the Big Show, I think, can do a drop kick. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm supposed to know that. I'm tell you, with, with the only young ladies I watch on TV, they on they on Pornhub. So anyway, all right, Rob, we got got it, brother. <laughs> all right, we holler at you, good bro. Here. All right, peace, peace up. All right, Rob, get on you know, up. Man, so all I'm all I'm gonna say is, man, um, any like, what, what's the most amazing thing you see in all these series that are going on now? Because I just been, you know, the Rockets lead, um, the Rockets were what two zero. Sunday are tied with the Jazz 1-1. The Blazers trail the Pelicans go to the Warriors up 2-0. Uh, on the Spurs, Raptors beat the Winners 2-0. Cavaliers are tied with the Pacers. The Sixers are tied with the Heat. We're playing now. And the Celtics beat the Bucks 2-0. Anything surprising to you? We already talked a little bit about the Pelicans. To me, that's the biggest surprise. I didn't think they would go out there and just, like, you know, smack them the way they're smacking them. Um, like, I, like you said earlier, for me, no guts, no glory, because – kind of thought that the Pelicans could, but I was afraid to pick them because they're the Pelicans. Um, no, for me, just what I said earlier, man, the youth movement, man, Jalen Brown, um, Tatum, yeah. <laughs> Donovan Mitchell, Ben Simmons, like, these dudes are killing in the playoffs. Like, I know. I know. they always it's talk exciting, like yeah. everybody, like all the pundits <laughs> always tout experience. Like, yeah, it's a whole different ball game in the playoffs. Experience matters. And some of these young guys are leading the charge out here, and it's, it's kind of and and, and Donovan Mitchell did it on the road. Donovan Mitchell got on the road and was like, "I'm letting my hands go." Right. The rest and, of them know, were shout like, "Shout out home. to Dwayne Wade for his performance in in Game Two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he yeah, bought the flash Wade. out. White side. Yeah, he thought he. <laughs> yo, yo, <laughs> White side. Yeah, no comment. But anyway, man, um, D-Wade definitely looked like Flash for a minute in that last game. Um, I don't know how he could do that. All. I don't think he can do it all series, but, nah. you know, I don't know how he's playing tonight. I haven't watched him together yet. I'm getting ready to watch the game once we get off here, man. But, um, hey, that, let's that watch this game, man. Let's get the hell out of here. You know what I'm saying? This was a good show. I just got to uh, do this. Um, my man, Naj, out there, man. Because I definitely have it on our board now. Salute to Don DeMarco. And we are <laughs> so so just to let y'all know it's definitely on the board, so you will be hearing that. But it's time for us to get out of here. Thank you, brother, and sister, for joining us for other briefing in the world. Shout out to everybody in the chat room, Facebook, Twitter, the Game Time app. Speak to everybody in there. Everybody who called and got through, we appreciate those people who did We apologize. Listen, man, special thanks to Fred Purdue for coming through. Tune in next week live right here on demand. Let's get your everything happening around the world of sports. Um, more NBA playoffs, NFL draft coverage. We're going to have Fred on for that. And, um, you know, just everything going on in the world of sports. Everything that we do, find at theworldofsports.com. You can find our social media links. Um, also, my book, Sports the Book. You can find at sportsthebook.com or back at the hub of worldofsports.com. Blogs, webcasts, podcasts, everything there. So until next time, everybody, going to put me steadfast the war against ignorance, and we'll see you next time. Jimmy, know the blueprint. Yo, every Thursday, six to eight, they do this. 
Play, War Room Sports dot com. Get that mobile app. It's not dialed. Three two three smoking double O twelve. They be going and you sensitive then oh well. Yeah. Physical podcast, the tough push. Showtime like magic in the block push. Listen live, push one to join in. Rip your team or listen for your enjoyment. Hip hop dollars, pit stop knowledge. Should be in sports credits, I ain't talking college. Five guys, no beef though. Sports thrift, secrets, but the streets know. Bellafani, I got a G flow. KC, royalty, I'm in beast mode. Two hours. Get your game up. Uh, who's the best in sports cast? You better name us. World of sports. War Room Sports, www.warroomsports.com. What? Ain't no more to it.